somewhere in space. This may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. Welcome to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online, the official radio show of the Starburst magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of sci-fi horror fantasy, established 1977. With me, Mike Royce, the editor, and assistant editor Chris Hayes. Hello. All the editors here. Yep. Just to speak to you about everything that's been going on in, in the world of horror, sci-fi, fantasy. Food. Food, yeah, all sorts of stuff. But we're not live. No. We're recording this on Saturday because right now I'm thinking it will be just, I was going to say it'll be nine o'clock, but it, 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 
Well, actually, it might be nine o'clock because this is just going to... It'll be the first week yeah. in a long time that, that we've been actually close. started on time. Yeah. yeah. But we're not here. Yeah, we're not but here. But we are. No. We're, Ish. we're at a bash at the Fab Cafe in Manchester for Philip Buchan, Bucky, the columnist who writes Adventures on Alternative Earths, our column of indie comic goodness that's in every single issue and is in the current issue 381 of Starburst magazine if you have not got that why have you not got that it's dead good yeah on sale now you want to see the cover it's dead good it's got all five bonds six bonds oh sir, can you believe that I said all five because I was counting them in front of me I know it's six of course I do all six so bonds you're a bond expert I know I've, I've been debunked <laughs> it's terrible isn't it no they're all on there and you, you've got a, a nice posh cover by Ian Welsh, our Starburst cover artist. It's a belt. It is. It's very good, this isn't is it? This is my favourite cover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks great. And that should be in the shops. In fact, I think it hit Smith's on Friday. It should be all over the UK now. Yeah. And it's on sale in Australia and America and New Zealand within the next few days. And the iPad edition will be on sale, I think, on Tuesday. So if you fancy, if you're abroad and you don't fancy paying the postage, then you can simply buy it on the iPad, download the magazine. Or if you're looking for a print version, and if you're in Australia or New Zealand or any of those places, there's a handy little feature on the site that went up this week. Starburstmagazine.com. Where to buy, just click on that, select your territory, and it'll tell you everywhere that's uh, stocking it. It's good, that, isn't it? It's very good. It's it's like... uh, Groundbreaking, that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you. Yeah. No, but but yeah, it is good that we can... Uh, it, it's very, very, very good that you can find out where to get it from there. Because I believe... I mean, Australia's a big place, actually. I've heard. Yeah. Can be, it, it can be like a two-hour drive between shops and stuff, you know, especially right. when you get near the outback and stuff. So I, th- I think you need to check our, our guide. Yeah. You don't want to be having a wasted journey over there, do you? Like here, it's just about a few minutes walk to a shop, or it's not in good yeah. Smiths. Yeah, so there, there we have it. Um, it's been a good week. There's been a few things going on. We've got plenty to discuss. Um, we've not caught up with a film this week, so we don't have a film review for you. But that's okay. Next week, we did only have the choice of uh, one film, and mm-hmm. it was House at the End of the Street. Yeah, uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. What a fantastic title. Well, there's a lot of those titles, though, isn't it? It's a, it's a tradition. Actually, yeah, it's a remake. That, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But, but but that particular title of all of them. I mean, I get I get the you know I know what you did last summer, uh, House on Haunted Hill. The you know there's lots House of titles. In the that Park. Are, yeah, Is stuff, that one. That that one. That's a uh, that's a very weird rubbish film, though. That isn't it? In fact, that's um, it stars Linnea Quigley, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Uh, and she's one of our first interviews in our, our new podcast that starts yeah. next Friday. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, when he says our new podcast, don't get too oh, upset. We, yeah. we, me no, and no, him no. aren't doing yeah, another don't, one. Don't You're fine. This is an actual yeah, professional, professional. one. Yeah. It's good. But Starburst, I mean. Starburst yeah. presents yeah. Friday Night Frights. Yeah, indeed. September 28th. FNF. Fnuff. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's it. And it's, uh, yeah, next Friday. You, you, it, uh, obviously, it's on horror Friday. Expert John Towelson, indeed. Yeah, one he's, of one of many horror experts yeah. that we've got. He's got a great voice for it. He has, yeah, he has. He sounds like a, a master of horror, reading a pan horror novel or something. <laughs> he's great. Um, no, it's a very, 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 very good podcast. And if you're into horror, 
then you really cannot go wrong with this. It's it's great. It's got everything you could hope for, and it's only half an hour. So there you go. As opposed to what? I'd listen to it instead of this. It's miles better. Yeah. Yeah. Miles better. Anyway. But didn't our podcast... Uh, come in at three hours long minus music. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. How? No How idea. How did that happen? I've no idea. I, I think maybe we just made the most of the fact that the tech tech at the radio station wasn't on the fritz, and we just thought, oh, we'll just carry on. We had been away for a couple of weeks. We had. So if you it was a catch up. It, you know. Yeah. Maybe an hour a week. An hour, there we go. Three weeks. Yeah. We, we've not even been away, have we? But people uh, complain. Yep. Yeah. You know. Still. People are on our case. Yeah, too long. Mm. I haven't got time to listen to it. I'm sorry about that. This will be a bit shorter this week. Uh, now, if you are listening to this on Manchester Radio Online, you will have lots and lots of... Um, I'm sorry, I know this is podcast. You're not supposed to discuss the music, but it is. Uh, this week we have given you not only a special Bond issue of Starburst, issue 381, we've also uh, brought you OST, our soundtracks podcast, is a James Bond special. That is awesome. It's not bad, that, no, is it? A, yeah, it's cracking. Yeah. The Perfect cheek. accompaniment yes. to reading the magazine. Correct, you should have it on at the same time. Yeah. Although I would hope it would take you probably longer than an hour to uh, an hour and 15 minutes to read the magazine. Oh, but put it on loop. Yeah. Put it on twice, three times, whatever. Um, yeah, it's got a cheeky little Easter egg at the end of Ian Fleming. It's it's very good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got that. And yeah, it's 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 all happening, isn't it? It's all it's all Bond. So you will have some of the James Bond music, or this is a Bond centric episode of the show as well. So you've is got it? everything. Oh yeah, the music that'll be on that you're not listening to on the podcast, but you can get on the OST podcast. OST Starburst podcast. Look it up on iTunes. You can get it where you got this from. Yeah, yeah. Or you can find it on StarburstMagazine.com. God, it's like one big advert, this, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, look, you know, I'm sort of abusing the radio station. I'm just flogging loads of stuff. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. Don't go near the park. There we go. See, so don't go near the park. Yeah. House at the end of the street. It's all very... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They're like little I... notices, aren't they? They're not titles of films. They're like... You know, Hills of Eyes is, is a good title. But, like, you know, don't go up, up the hill. That's not a good title. Don't open that door. Is, is that, that one? one? I don't know. Is that one? They, I know. bet there is one called Well, Edgar that. Wright spoofed it, didn't he? In yeah. his contribution to Grindhouse. Yeah. Uh, his fake trailer was Don't. Don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. I Fabulous. remember that. Don't. Yeah. Just don't. Don't. Yeah. I love the trailers for Grindhouse. They were great. But we Which saw Machete. Favorite? My, my, my favourite was Thanksgiving. Yeah, me too. It was Thanksgiving because I love the bit where the cheerleader did, did jump in the air and then jumped down and landed on a knife. In a oh, very we're showing some people in the office horrible this way. week. Yeah. And uh, that, yeah, yeah. induced some uh, uh, winces yeah. from many. It's pretty nasty, that bit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But, but did that's we talk amazing. about the feature length Thanksgiving last week? Yeah. I think we yeah. did. We covered e- that, right? Eli Roth. See, I haven't got I haven't got the sound effects. No, uh, but out of context, that's just a weird sound bite. I know. We were talking about how you get people's movies coming out now, yeah, and then it's like Quentin Tarantino presents, and his name 
His name on the red state poster was bigger than Kevin Smith. It was huge, and it was just a was it? It was just a quote, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I it was, freaking it was. love this movie. Yeah, that's right. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, and then red state, and then tiny underneath. Oh, it's a very, oh, very, very Smith. deceptive film poster that because the film poster does look like a Tarantino film poster when you yeah. see it from a distance and then you see his name in massive block letters at the top of it and you do go all oh, right and even when you find out oh it's just a quote it's still by then it's got you interested because it's giving that Tarantino vibe off. sure yeah. and, and most people but it's a good film it, it, it was a good film so I mean if you're a Tarantino fan and you got hooked in to Red State via that poster. I don't think you'll have gone as a Tarantino fan, seen Red State, and then gone, ooh, that was rubbish. Because yeah. it's, it's a good film, and it's very much a very Tarantino-y type of, of movie. Very dialogue-heavy. Yeah, very nice, yeah. Uh, I think it's more for just mass audiences, though, isn't it, to trick those guys, you know, film-savvy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get- yeah. by this. They know Hostel wasn't a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. And, uh, again... His name well, I, was I don't... Mass, Quentin Tarantino presents Hostel, and that's yeah, where the course. soundbite came from. Well, my problem... Like Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah, well, Tiny, my... underneath. I know. My, you see, my problem with it is I, I think we suffer from this. We're in a sort of cocoon because we work in this industry and we know who's who and what, who's what and who does what. And, and so. you think everybody knows... Everything, don't you? You just assume everybody knows what you know, even no, though this I is in a video store for twelve years. Oh right, yeah. you don't. Well, no. I always do. I always think if I mention Kevin Smith, every single person in the entire world will go, "Oh yeah, what's he up to?" But in actual on the street, people don't know who he is. Some of them they know, don't know some nor, of his films. Do they care? You know, just no, give no. me a good tale. Mm. Yeah, that's all anyone's bothered about. Yeah. Most most people. Mm. Yeah, unless you're a film fan. Yeah, of course. If you're a film fan, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, we like him. He's good. Mm-hmm. I like him because you know he kicked uh, Empire's podcast off the uh, top chart. That was funny. What with uh, Fat Man on. on Batman? Yeah, but Have I don't get I it? don't get Fat Man on Batman. Why? Because it's hard sometimes to keep this show going, and we've got no, it's every single. No, I think it is when we're coming in, and it isn't when yeah. we start doing it. But the the fact is, we've got a lot to choose from. We've, we can go on about any film that's genre, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, past, food. present, whatever. We can go on about food. We can go on about anything, comic books, video people's games. Alcohol consumption in people's, the office. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what she's up to tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I worry Wait, on no, Saturday it's, it's all afternoon. night. Saturday's a long night for, for her. For an alcoholic right now. Yeah, for an alcoholic, it's a long, it's a long stretch for an alky Saturday yeah, night okay. because they've got to watch everybody out having a bit of fun. They haven't sobered up from the night before, and and there she is, poor Sean is working in the office there, and I don't, I don't know what's going to go. I never know what I'm going to find when I go in. Oh come on now! I mean, she might be just she used to like look like a starfish when I went in the other night. <laughs> just a what? Bottle, empty bottle of vodka there on the floor, and she was just spark out. Ridiculous! Oh, right. Such a young girl. I as should well. not have brought this up. No, such a young girl, and she didn't touch a drop till she met us. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I have to take the workload down a bit. Oh yeah, as if. Yeah, well, yeah. we can hope, That's can't we? So, issue three eight one, James Bond special, and and that's because Skyfall's coming out. Yeah. So what we did. Because we have a magazine, we thought, oh, we'll put <laughs> we'll put James Bond on the cover yeah. around about a month before the film comes out. Because then you lot will go, oh, James Bond, and you'll get all the all the Bond films coming out, and you go, oh, I'll buy that mo- I'll buy that mag. 
See, see how we we play in you, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. I reckon we're the, the most the incredible. The SFX went exactly the same. It did, yeah. But in future oh, they, publishing, they, yeah. they sat there and went, ooh, I think a film's coming out. I think I'll put the picture also, on the Empire cover. Empire as well. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is what they did. Whose is the best coverage, though? Ours. Yeah. By far. It mm-hmm. is a Bible of Bond. What does it cover? Go on. Uh, well, it covers pretty much Everything. all aspects of it. I'm yeah. just... Well, there's a great... A preview of Skyfall. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering what the new Bond film with Daniel Craig is going to be like, that's all about that. It covers Ian Fleming, so it starts at the beginning about yeah. who he was, what he was like. Then it goes through every single one of the original James Bond novels by Ian Fleming, when it's even got pictures of all the pan covers, so you can almost use it as a guide it's to a the... magnificent article literary Phil Bond. Beresford, yeah. who we actually forgot to credit. It's what, yeah. So... Oops. Yeah. Oopsie. Sorry, Phil. Sorry, Phil, yeah. But We've... now you all know who's responsible for that yeah. brilliant piece. So so if you are reading that, it's the amazing Phil Beresford. Although it does say PB at it the end. It does say PB, so, but unfortunately so you... we've got three people writing for us with the initials PB. We're going to have to get rid of them. Two of them, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but one of pick... them's Philip Buckingham. Right, we're just going to put them all in a ring. Fight. Yeah. Or, or we do a write-off. The person who writes the best piece in one hour about some I don't know. Oh, we can't get rid of Bucky. It's his birthday tomorrow. We'll be at the party. It's his birthday today and we are Oh, at the yeah, party. that's right. Oh, God, it's like... Um, see, it gets really confusing when it's like this. When we pre-record, yeah. I just think of the then, it's but odd, it's the now. It? Yeah. Oh, God, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, but, yeah, also in this, we've got the newspaper bond that was in the Daily Express. You've got the uh, 1954 original... Um, Casino Royale teleplay with Barry yeah, Nelson, the, where he's uh, an American. Yeah, first on-screen appearance of Bond. Jimmy Bond. Jimmy Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it was it was an adaptation of Casino Royale, wasn't it? The, yeah, the it novel, was. and it yeah. was uh, an hour-long uh, part of uh, an anthology yeah. series called Climax. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty faithful. Stuff. Pretty faithful, actually. Um, then it, it. Uh, we've also got. Bond villains and Bond girls, but done in a very unusual way, which shows you the strengths and weaknesses of all of them, and it's it's really good. Same, yeah, same thing about Q and all the gadgets, and you've got. And we have a quick look at the Casino Royale in '67, which was that spoof that uh, Woody Allen was in, and David Niven and Peter Sellers. Uh, it's a, a weird psychedelic movie to watch, and it's it's the colours on it. I've got to say, of all the colours of any film I've ever seen, the it's a beautiful film to watch colour wise, yeah. But it's yeah, it's rubbish. Right, it's okay. Utter, it's, there's utter no there's rubbish. no merits to it whatsoever. No, no, no. It's it's a cashing. It's a cashing, and they have four, five people playing James Bond in it, just to, so that yeah. you've got all these people in it. It's weird because David Niven is the first person that Ian Fleming chose uh, when they said, "What would you like for Bond?" When they were obviously asking his advice when they were casting Doctor No, yeah, and he said, "Yeah, what you really want? You want a young David Niven." So. Okay, I guess they sort of... Um, that was quite well-known in the press at the time, so right. that's probably why they cast him in it. Yeah, then we've got the Aberration, which is the young Bond novels Easy by uh, Charlie on. Higson. Come on. You know I hate stuff like Again, this. Again, it's a... It's a Solving great... problems at Eton. 
Sure, but people people want to know this. It, look, we we've it gone did, all out to make this as comprehensive as possible. So how could yeah. you leave that out? I, I find it amazing that it's. What do you mean, leave it out? Nothing happened. He's fighting. It's created these stories are stupid. Mutant eels. Yeah, mutant eels when he's fourteen. Yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. Plus. What's he doing in it? I haven't read them, by the way. I just well, hate the idea go. of them. I hate the idea of them. And and what what is he? He's fourteen. What is he's what is he raping people then? Whoa, whoa, What's whoa, he doing? whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it is. Whoa, whoa. If he's having sex with girls in these, that's a bit woo wah, yeah, isn't all, it? What all fourteen-year-old boys are rapists? What? what do well, you mean? He, well, it's 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 well, it's actually both rape. Actually, say it's non-consensual. Both I don't of them. think it is. It is. Both 14 years old. Of course old. it is. No, it's The boy's not. 14 years old and a 16-year-old girl has sex with him. She's the one that gets done. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It covers both sexes. Rape is just not not just one-sided. You you get a... So, for example, you know, you get an 18-year-old girl sleeps with a 14-year-old lad. Yeah, she's in trouble. She's in a lot of trouble. Same as the other way round, Yeah. And uh, and there you've got the young Bond adventures where him him basically shagging people is part no, of the mythos. Don't, look, again, and, then, and then oh, again, gambling as well, gambling. That's illegal. He's not old enough. A, yeah, He's not eighteen. You haven't read. Where's he going to casino? <laughs> where's he? Where's he playing Shamandifar, Baccarat, and, and poker? What in some where under under his bed? What about drinking? Yeah, no. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? Talking of drinking. Him, it's all illegal, To isn't move it? it away from rape as uh, quickly as possible. Rape, uh, booze oh God, and gambling. No, rape, booze and gambling that, that, that can't be in here. I don't oh, think what does that leave? the Young Bond adventures cover any of that stuff. Well, what happens then? He fights supervillains. At school? At school, yeah. I can't hear anymore. You're making me ill. Right, I'm sorry. Well, what about this then? I, I need to ask you about uh, your stance on um, Skyfall. Yeah. He's not going to be drinking vodka martini in this, is he? Right, He's right. He's drinking Heineken. I think this is a load of crap. Did you see I... the advert that we posted up this yeah. week, the Heineken ad? Look, look, look. Starring Bond. He's going to... Hey, they've had some money for Heineken. That yeah. does not mean that he's not going to drink a vodka martini. It does mean that if you see him drinking uh, a pint or drinking half a pint, it will be... Um, a pint of Heineken, yeah. Well, he's course. not going to drink pints. He's going to drink out of a bottle. Like, yeah, a oh, well, well, whatever. Heineken what, whatever he drinks out of. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I'm They'll with you. Start up a conversation am, about it, like that bloody watch scene I am, in Casino Royale. I am with you on the product placement in the Bond movies. It's mental, isn't it? It gets out of hand. It does. It gets out of hand. And um, I've got to say that, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I think you'll find he does have vodka martinis. And they'll have it back, because why, why wouldn't he? They, yeah, they're not going to have got a contract where they go, right, well, he only drinks this all the way through the movie. It's just that the press have jumped on it and gone, oh, he's got rid of the vodka martinis, he's drinking bottles of Carlsberg or bottles of Heineken or whatever. Okay. And, and it sounds really bad, but no, I mean, they'll have said to him, here, we want to see him drinking some Heineken in this film, and he will. But that doesn't mean he won't have a vodka martini. When was the last time you saw Bond drinking a beer, though? Ever. He does drink beer, does he? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he, went, he stopped. Do you know in uh, the beginning of the Roger Moore era, they decided to get rid of the vodka martini as a drink? Okay, for the t- for the uh, two Bond movies, the the first two, Live and Let Die, and uh, Man with a Golden Gun, they decided right, we're going to make his Bond a bit different from the other Bond, yeah, and then. 
where they they two things. One, he doesn't smoke cigs; he smokes cigars. And you all you had Roger Moore wandering through the film with big fat cigars here and there, but they look quite cool actually, especially in the hang glider. He's in a hang glider, yeah, with with a cigar, which would clearly blow out, but yes. it doesn't matter. Um, and he drank bourbon. Right. So there you go, because he drinks bourbon in the novel Live and Let Die, so they went, okay. oh, right, we'll use that. And then when we got to um, Spy Who Loved Me, they just went, oh, let's go back. Yeah. And they just ditched all that, and then he was having vodka martinis and smoking cigs and what have you. Right. So, And I guess in, in the uh, the new rebooted James Bond universe, because mm-hmm. it has been rebooted. Yeah, yes, yeah. And, and for the first time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but they but they're not they remaking the, the amazing concept. novels. If you want my opinion, you know they want to go down this route and they want to do it properly. They want to start redoing Ian Fleming's novels again. They want to restart and do Goldfinger again. Maybe they want to they do will. all that. Well, I think they need to if they're gonna if you're gonna seriously do it because nine times out of ten the crap that they write ain't even up to it. And the reason why Casino Royale was so good is because it was based on Ian Fleming's novel sure. and it was a very faithful adaptation, including all the uh, butter knock knackering about at the, uh, the what? at the end. You know the, the old butter knackering. The buttock knackering at the end. You know the the balls bum bum bum. Oh yeah. Oh, love that yeah. scene. It's good. It's brutal oh i know i know i love that it's that line though everyone's gonna know you died scratching my balls <laughs> but yeah we're heading well, for a break but we'll have to I'll, we'll I'll, just quickly yeah, um hang, hang on though i just needed on. needed to say one thing about casino royale didn't he in that um order a vodka martini yeah and the barman says uh, sh- uh shaken or stirred yeah and he goes oh, don't give a shit yeah uh, so, I, I do a lot like a give a damn right yeah do a look like a give a damn because he just lost all that money and the old world was falling in. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, but it, it's a play in the hole. It's a, it's a way yeah. to like, yeah. yeah, this is the new Bond. Come on, let's yeah. let's let's lose those uh, little yeah um, little gimmicks. Yeah, I think you'll see a lot traits. of them. I think you'll see a lot of them gimmicks back and traits back in this one. To right, be honest, okay. I think they uh, got the fingers burnt with uh, the last one. So you're not asked about him. It's not important that he drinks Heineken, is it? Uh, not as long as the if he has the odd drink here and there or that, I'm not bothered. If it, if that's all he's drinking, then that's fine. If it all becomes one big two hour advert for for beer, watches, and various other stuff, then I'm going to be a bit upset. But there's always been product placement in Bond, and it's always yeah, been noticed. it's been. Uh, yeah, well, sometimes it's good, like the Lotus Esprit, like the Aston yeah, Martin. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but that's product placement. They paid them to well, have. The, they paid them to have that car in it, and and it's if you do it right. Um, but yeah, I admit that scene. It's it's actually really well acted that scene. But but you know she says oh oh uh, Rolex and then but that's where they get around it because it, no. she's actually using another brand and he it's goes oh Omega. no Omega and she goes oh very nice yes how much yeah. does that cost yeah it's very cheap isn't it where's it available two hundred pounds yeah I want to buy one for my boyfriend where can available I get one available now at Argos yeah no no Omega's not available at Argos isn't it oh Elizabeth Duke jewellery counter they've got there aren't they they, oh, uh, they sell they sell uh, gold oh, jewelry gold jewelry that'll um, give you gangrene in your wrist <laughs> yeah and whatever else you put it on you, right. your earlobes will drop off after a week wearing their earrings if you've got Sorry. earlobes I, I think Argos will be suing us now oh we, Argos, well look you, know, you want me to stop saying this you can just put an advert in the magazine well, Argos. I might be persuaded we're yeah. not on Argos's radar no I know that's alright then isn't it <laughs> 
Yeah, the jewellery is terrible. Elizabeth Duke, it's like, oh, God, it's like somebody buying a How market. How do you know all this? I just know. I know crap. I've I mean, I got a radar for it. Right, OK. Yeah, especially jewellery. Good God. But yeah, uh, yeah, in the mag as well, we had the greatest bonds we never had. I'm not going to say who they were, because you have to read the mag to get that. But people that yeah. were bonds, and one of them even got... These were people that were... Uh, they went for the audition for the role. One of them actually got signed a contract and was about to roll on Diamonds Are Forever. And then Sean Connery decided to come back and they paid him not to do the film. So he was the closest to uh, a bond that never was out of him. But you get the story of all of them. Uh, Tarantino's version of James Bond. Yeah. That's a very good piece. Mm -hmm. uh, top 10 Bond stunts. But the main thing that we've got in the issue, the big, the big one, is we conducted a poll. We did, and you were, you were you were pivotal in pulling all this information together with with all our readers on Twitter, everybody fr frantically putting the votes in, and we got a result that is totally different than you see in a lot of polls. Uh, well, what's the poll? Um, yeah, what is the poll? The official Starburst James Bond readers poll yeah. of the movies yeah, yeah, in yeah, order. Yeah. What is your favourite Bond movie? And Ma how do they rank? How does it Indeed. rank? Indeed. And, and all 22. Yeah. And mine, mine, on, what's the, what's mine the did worst? well. Mine Season. did well. Season. All right, I'll give you the worst one. It is Die Another Day at number 22. Wow. Um, but the, the but surprisingly, a I thought fair it would be Quantum. Um, Quantum did better than I thought it should. It was at number 15. I wouldn't have put it anywhere near there. Uh, but I think a lot of this, these people have just forgotten some of these other films. And I do think the Pierce Brosnan films, according to this, do, well, let's just say you're in for a surprise. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the, well, he was seen as the saviour of that franchise yeah. at, at one point. But, yeah, that you've got basically everything covered, everything covered. You've even got an interview with Honor Blackman yes. uh, from Goldfinger. Star yeah. of, um, God, what was that show with Oh, uh, don't McGann. bring that up. Dublin, is it the upper hand? That's it. Yeah, Dublin. We forget about that. It's tragic, isn't it? It's a remake she in... of Who's the Boss? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, she got that role in Goldfinger because she was uh, she was Easy in Kathy Gale in the Avengers before right. Emma Peel I came you along. Were say something. Oh. Well, she might have done something to get the job. I don't know, but yeah. Um, I always thought she wasn't as attractive as everyone made out at the time, but. No, it's two inches own, isn't it? Yeah. You know. But I've never, I didn't, I must admit, I didn't rate Ursula Andress, as everyone says. Oh, this goddess that rises from the from the ocean with that ba that bathing costume that everyone goes on about. And I'm like, yeah, she's all right, you know. So who do you rate then? Who do Just I rate? purely on looks. On looks? Oh, um, on looks. I mean, I mean, Bond girls. I, I think it's got to be, it's got to be... Um, it's got to be bloody um, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg, really? Only because her character, the to me, her character was the most important character to Bond's life um, in both the books and in the movies because he married her and he really, really did love her and she was murdered. And I thought that was deep. It was at least that was a character that was much, much more than just some bimbo or some... You know, they do these pseudo... Um, action g 
girls in it now, don't they? Where they go, well, and, and every single time you get a Bond film, you, they interview the actress and go, oh, so tell me about your character in this Bond movie. And she'll go, oh, well, I'm not just a typical Bond girl. I get involved and I have weapons and all that. But at the end of the day, she just kicks a few people and has a gun and stuff and, and you all don't that. Know. Naomi Harris. Oh, maybe. Eve. But, but they, she did say the same thing, though. In the, yeah, in they, the, they, they, the, they all uh, say it. Uh, the, the videos. They've all say, said yeah. it. Yeah, she thinks she's Bond, Bond's equal. Oh, they. And look, then she said, but she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I know. This is what I mean. Every single interview with every Bond girl since the beginning of the, the franchise almost has been from after the 60s, every single interview they always go well she's not just your typical bond girl she's and you go oh right yeah but they always end up in the same position with him at the end of the film you know what i'm getting sure, at? Sure and, so. and it is a bit and um whereas the, yeah with diana riggs character he she, he loved her and he, he wanted to marry her and he did and that was it it was a proper love story it wasn't well, you, just some sexual con- conquest and i thought that was really important you, you know you were just talking about looks though just a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. That's why... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit deeper than that on the quiet, you know. Okay. I mean, I do, I do actually think that the romance angle of it's a bit more important. I mean, another one that's underrated, the uh, girl who... who Christmas who, Jones. Christmas Jones. Just forget it. Yeah. That's another one who, her interview, you'll look that up and she'll be going, well, I'm not just a typical Bond girl in this. Uh, Christmas Jones is Bond's equal. And he gets it. No, he doesn't. He ends up nobbing you senseless and saying, oh, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. You know, I mean, that's it. But no, the the thing with, with it is, the, you've, got, you've got to look at it and say, well, well do, we, do you want depth with these characters or not? Yeah. I mean, in, in Living Daylights, Cara uh, Milovic was a character and I can never pronounce the actress's name that played her. It's um, and she's she's a very very. She wasn't the best actress in the world, but I like the character because he he was faithful to her, you know, all the way through that film, and he genuinely had an affection for her, and it was told as a love story. Mm. Yeah. Now the, all I'm saying is these other ones where he he goes through three women in one film. Yeah. Mm. I I don't rate their characters that much because they are there for what they're there. They're just on the screen to look pretty and to him to go whoa don't you wish you yeah, were don't made whoa. The scripts that, and that's it that much and and that's it um and that's but, the problem but yeah but in the living daylights he he went to save her he loved her again it, i like it works better when there's an emotional attachment to the girl that that's the center of attention in the movie yeah. and and that's why and here's the other one um casino royale yeah eva green there, there was an emotional attachment with that yeah. character quantum of solace he, he, he not both of them and, and didn't really give a shit about either of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and that's, that's well, that what I'm getting at. Wasn't that the point, the, yeah. the fallout from the death of his... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he really cared about. I do, I get that, That was yeah. meant to tell us, right, yeah, yeah. this is how he became a dickhead misogynist. Yeah, and that's what happened in the, in the novels. He, he, the first one, Casino Royale, she died, same as the movie, mm. and then he went around shagging around for ages and then he met Tracy and then he, he got married and Blofeld murdered her on the wedding night on right. the way from the from the uh, wedding reception. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a very powerful story. Yeah. And I do. And that's when he's arc and then he's shut down as a human being after that. Right. Very good novels. Yeah. Very underrated. And, and the movies don't always get that across, you know, 
Yeah, sure. And they don't. I wish they did. And 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 it, you could have done it as well. But I do get why the movie Bond and the 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 book the novel bonds the the bond in the novels is so different. You know, uh, and sadly, you've had two attempts at bringing that to life. The first attempt was Tim Dalton, and everyone went, "Oh, he's, t- he's not telling jokes every five minutes, and he's not he's he's not shagging about." And they saw that as a bit of a problem, and they didn't like it. And then you end up with Pierce Brosnan doing a merger of Roger Moore and Sean Connery. Uh, well, so- whereas Craig's, um, he's uh, gone back to that, back to Dalton. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't look like Bond though. And it, it does it does still jar me a little bit, and I do love his performance, and I have to just ignore the fact that he he does stand out like when you must admit even on the cover of this yes uh, I, I, yeah, you have to you can't get away from it the you stand him he's there in front of five model guys all in their own way quite handsome guys in the day yeah and then you've got him there and he he looks yeah he looks like a bit of hired muscle that they'd have around <laughs> doesn't he uh, and it's a shame i mean someone in the office said said um he looks a bit like Gollum, doesn't he on this this cover and i went Right, and I pulled up a photograph of him that was very similar pose to that, and they were, oh, right, that's what he sort of does. He's got a face that is always reminding me of those little trolls that you put on the end of the yeah, pencil. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. He does, if he had that sticky-up hair yeah. that goes straight up. Yeah. But, you know, who are we to judge? Look at us. Think so, we're good. Look we've, at us. We've got great radio yeah. faces. <laughs> we're good. Anyway, shall we get get a break yeah. and then uh, get back? But that was issue three eight one. It's in the shops oh, there's now. There's loads more though. There's oh loads yeah. More oh, we haven't in finished. There. Indiana oh. Jones: Wizards yeah. versus Aliens exclusive interview with its co-creator. We have. Phil Ford. Um, yeah, tons of stuff. Resident Evil Part Two and a great time travel piece. Yeah. It's too good. It's called Tempest Fidget. Yeah, it's great. And you want to tra- read it. It's time wonderful. Time in movies. Yeah. yeah. So don't miss this one. News, right. reviews, all that other gumph. Right. All your favourite columns. Now it what, is an advert. What can I say? Oh, it's been... It's big, it's been we've, right, well, our, our advertorial's over now. So <laughs> we'll have a quick break and then we'll be back right after this. Manchester Radio. Online. Dot com. Online in Manchester, manchesterradioonline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Pre-record. Pre-recorded because we're at a bash with Bucky, our columnist, who, yeah. who it's his birthday. He also, so. don't forget, he, he doesn't just do adventures on alternate Oh, no, He provides we... uh, Starburst with lots of interviews. He with, does. Uh, with the uh, comic bigwigs, and he yeah. also does the cracking strip, yeah, every week. The, and you the, wait that <sighs> pushes the boundaries. What do you mean? They, what do you but, mean? Well, the 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 um, what's his name? What's that clown? Zingo, one? Zingo the clown. Zingo's lament. Oh my word. Yeah. It was it was bloody brilliant. But God, even I, and it's bad news when I think, oh my it's God, it's warped. It's warped, yeah, it's it is. Yeah. twisted, yeah. But it, it, I loved it, but I can imagine that some people read it and went, what's this going, what's what, going on? Think, what, really? What's going on? Starburst readers, they're used to that kind of stuff, aren't they? Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I always I always think everybody see, is, yeah. but I, they never seem to be. He's uh, he got a two-page strip next m- next month in 382, oh, yeah. and it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to people's reactions oh, from right. that one. Okay. Very dark. Yeah. 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 Well, it can't be dark. It can't be darker than that, can it? Um, 
Um, Wait, which issue is Zingo's Lamenting? Was oh, it about? I can't remember. Three, it's... seven, eight, or nine, or something. I think it was about three issues ago, but yeah, it was good. I'd go with eight. Yeah, eight, yeah. Guess, yeah. A um, child killing clown. Pedophile, yeah. necrophiliac. Yeah, that's um, it. He has the body cannibal. parts in bed. Yeah, cannibal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. good fun, family fun, isn't it? Check it out. You can still buy all the uh, back issues at a reduced price as well, £2.50. That'll set you back mm. from the site. Yeah, yeah. get the whole lot. Limited quanti- quantities. Indeed. Yeah. So, there's been some good news, haven't there? Go on. Manimal. Oh, yes. This week. Yeah. Uh, Sony. And that old... That doing a Manimal, yeah. big screen Manimal reboot. Yep. But can you reboot something that only lasted eight episodes? Is there a mythology there? Is there? Is, can can uh, you consider that as a, it's a reboot? Isn't it? I've yeah. told you before the the um, the show was well. I thought it was great fun, but it was it was uh, it was as lame as anything. Look, I, really I, I, I watched it as a kid. I, lo- I loved the concept. I'd, I've got very little uh, love for the show itself, but the concept is cool and yeah. It's, 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 it's great. I mean, it's, all, it's basically um, that you can always see where these things come from. Like at the same time, it, it was another Glenn A. Larson oh, special yes. where yeah. he, this guy, he did Auto Man in the same year, which was basically a TV version of Tron. This seemed to have its basis in an American werewolf in London and the special effects that were in that where you saw for the first time a guy very, very clearly changing into the werewolf and and that um, makeup sequence, although if you watch it now it looks a bit strange, was groundbreaking at the time and people freaked out when he changed and it showed you him changing in full. Now, bear in mind, you'd seen werewolves changing in the past and all it'd be, it'd be um, cut frame and time-lapse with with literally bits of fur being glued on between shooting a few frames, yeah. Right. And and that's all you'd, that's how you'd seen the changes, yeah. And then you've, they've got a mask on at the end of it. And this, yeah, you you were there. He was butt naked on the floor, and you saw him change, and you saw all his bones alter and his body morph into this creature. And that was Rick Bacon, Wonderful. and yeah. and it's great, it's great. And I think he thought, oh, that looks good. I think, what if a guy could not a werewolf? Because that'll scare everyone. And we, you know, he's got to do a family show. So you, oh, we'll have a crime fighter that ch- can change like that. And that's what I think he got it from. And I bet if you interviewed him, he'd probably admit that. Well, um, even Battlestar Galactica was just mm. a shameless Star Wars cash-in, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, I mean, he says, even to this day, that, oh, he always had the idea for that, you know. And yeah. it's, uh, but but I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it's got more in... It's got more in common with the original concept that Gene Rodenberry wrote down when he was pitching Star Trek. Because right. he said that Star Trek... He, he, this The original concept of Star Trek wasn't what you've got now. It was uh, the show Wagon Train 
was very popular. Yeah. And that was literally a bunch of people who get dispossessed from the land and then they're trying to get to their new homestead. And it's about weekly trials and tribulations as they go through all this dangerous land and avoid red Indians and avoid uh, evil people trying to steal their stuff and they've then got to get supplies. It basically was Battlestar Galactica, but in a, a wagon train, a load of, in a load of carriages all trying to make their way through the Wild West. Um, and Star, he, his pitch for Star Trek was that he wagon train to the stars. He called oh, it, right. yeah. And he said that they they're basically trying to get the way from one end of the galaxy to another. And then somewhere in the process of development, it became that crap. it was a military Sorry. ship. No, it's crap, is it? <laughs> Not crap. Everyone loves Star Trek. I'm only kidding. Love yeah. Star Trek. It's great. I do like um, the original series a lot. The original series is very. Uh, it's got a catch factor that it yeah. didn't have then. Um, then it was it was seen as cutting edge, and now you can watch it. And the, the costumes and the stuff, it all looks dead funky, doesn't it? You know, um, and it's, that was it. And and I just think that uh, Battlestar Galactica is is literally wagon train, isn't it? I mean, it is just getting from one end. Oh, we've lost our homeland. Yeah. That could be their ranch that's been burnt to the ground by Indians or whatever. Yeah, and and they've got to make the way across across America. Um, and it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's funny, though, isn't it, how, how things change when the studio execs get involved. What do you mean? Because clearly, at some stage, that, that was right up until the moment when um, Desilu, the uh, company that Desi Arnaz and, um, what's it, Lucille Ball owned, okay. said, all right, we'll pay for Star Trek, we'll do that for you, Gene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people don't realise that I love Lucy, um, that company that that was Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball created Star Trek, really, because she bankrolled it. She was the like Lou Grade bankrolled Thunderbirds and all and the these, yeah, all that, yeah. Now Lucille Ball, she started Star Trek. Wow. I hate to say it, and Mission Impossible, right? Okay. Yeah, funded both of them. Yeah, but the uh, the the concept there, the, what you finally ended with, yeah, was uh, a great show. So yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they streamlined it. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have got yeah. old, yeah, yeah. wouldn't it? I yeah. mean, it, I, I it just wouldn't think have been able to run and run if they'd have gone with that. Concept. I think it's easier. I think it's easier to go with uh, the problem with Battlestar Galactica, and and this is the problem you had back then. You don't have it now because it's no problem. You could well, you did Star Trek. By, by the way, Star Trek Voyager is pretty much wagon train to the stars almost, except it hasn't got a group of ships with it behind. Right. But that was stranded in the middle of nowhere and had to find its way back to the to Delta. It was in the Delta quad, Alpha Quadrant, needed to get back to the Delta Quadrant, mm-hmm. yeah, back our quadrant. Um, but you do you do have a bit of a problem in old, old TV there because they like single episodes because they didn't want a big story that stretched over weeks because they like to be able to buy... 50 or 60 episodes of a show, 100 episodes or whatever, put it in syndication and just put them on in whatever order they want. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and, and, and it's weird because he, even then, there was, all right, there's no story arcs in these old shows, but in between seasons, people left. So you would all of a sudden be seeing someone who was a different, who, who's not in it anymore, yeah? And, and someone who was in it in these shows, Mission Impossible, often you'd be watching it. One week you'd have... Um, um, Paris, who was the makeup artist played by Leonard Nimoy, then the next week it'd be Rolling Hand played by Martin Lando, and they they swapped in between right. season three, season four, I think something like that. And and but you you Joe Public back then would be going, oh how come he's in it, and he, oh he's back in it now, and they didn't make sense, you know. 
I'm glad that's been um, changed now. I mean, the, the emphasis now, is, is on. I mean, we've still got many procedurals, but mm. even those have some mm. kind of continuity and arcs mm. running through them, don't they? Yeah. Like you see a size, even. Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. That's pure procedural. My favourite shows. Arc, isn't they? Oh, yeah. My favourite shows, um, with the exception of Breaking Bad, which, which um, is, is a, an unusual. Arc. It's an unusual animal, that. Um, generally speaking, I wouldn't like that, but I do love it, and I think it's awesome. But I, what? I do... What do you mean? I, well, I like... Do you prefer single episode no, procedurals? No, I like both. I like a beautiful <coughs> blend. I, I love a blend of, of things me. that slowly progress over... Say, say it's on six years. I'd like a nice six years where there's an arc and then at the end all the characters, all the individuals will all get the resolutions to mm-hmm. the little stories. Slowly over time, but in between there's lots of standalones and lots of formula and lots of... Say, say um, like with, with Star Trek, yeah, you've got story arcs with the uh, next generation, but generally speaking you had a ship and this was the crew and this was there was a mission and... Um, I like it when it's both. I love that. That's my favourite type of show where you've got a really good, good long-running story that that you're going to see from top to bottom. Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, great example of it, and uh, but loads of standalone episodes. But if you dip in and dip out, you see things changing, but it's still very clearly that show and that 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 formula that's that's a good. If you get the formula right, um, yeah, Breaking Bad is is pure it's an opera almost it's a, it's like an it's a it's a modern day opera it's it's something special that's what i mean it's very different that i, I prefer that yeah i prefer heavy on the arc mm. like I, I don't really care for uh, single standalone episodes that are disposed i get that i get way. that i get that yeah give yeah. me a big five season meaty but you see i've seen some tale. of the best episodes i've ever seen of a tv show have been a single episode, sometimes even about one character that's just really well written, that's just gone right, bang, a, a bottle episode almost. Well, Some it, of them are amazing. Just as long as it informs yeah. the, the season as a whole. Yeah, but it doesn't, every single episode doesn't have to tell part of that arc. That arc can be put up there for now while this goes on and that can be bubbling away in the background because that's life um, yeah I know I know but still the know. experiences in that, yeah. that one episode will inform yeah. the character in the next I always yeah. hate it when you see a show where something would happen yeah uh, in a standalone episode and then you see the next episode and it's the, they've seemingly forgotten about it yeah do you know what I mean I do yeah I um, do know what you mean Walking Dead suffers from that a little yeah. bit um, mm. <coughs> something will happen in one episode and the following it just looks like that that episode never never happened yeah. they don't reference it, uh, it back they repeat some of the same uh, uh, same themes yeah they've not, uh, not got the knowledge they should have ex- sometimes yeah, it happened but, in uh, the later seasons of Buffy a lot as yeah. well with, uh, with, with Spike Mm. Because Spike was going through some heavy, heavy stuff with mm. his relationship with Buffy, but um, there was inconsistencies there. And that's mm. because they're all they're writing these things at the. If you don't have a uh, a master showrunner, mm. Um, mm. you know, um, rallying his room properly, mm. people are going off writing this, the the same things, covering the same points. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
back in the later seasons of um, uh, Buffy, Joss mm. had left, hadn't he, to yeah. concentrate on Firefly and Angel, and you mm. had Marty Noxon, and I think the the cracks uh, definitely um, started mm. to appear. It's a shame. It, yeah, it did go off the rails, didn't it, Buffy? It wasn't that bad. It was still better it than a lot of shows. a little bit yeah. in the final season, but mm. whereas Angel was just perfect mm. beginning to end, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Although most people hated that last season, which is weird because I thought that was really that were that shook it up a lot and changed things and it, massively, you know. massively. Mm, but mm. It, it was hard to understand mm. his motivations for mm. for you know doing the deal with the devil, mm. basically. Um, oh no, I got that bit. I got that bit totally. I, I actually really got that bit. What to me. I've seen people do this where they've they've took a job or they've done something or took a role with some they actually quite despise and they think and it's a great it's a typical story and it always ends the same way and I'm talking about real life here as well where they'll take a job or they'll take a role <coughs> and it's something that they hate or despise but they think they I can sort this out. Mm, I can yeah. sort this out. I'm going to do this different. I'm going to make this right. And then they take it. And then about a month or two later, they suddenly, the penny drops. Nah, this thing screws you up. Yeah. You're doing it. You don't want to be taking this job and all the rest of it. Usually, you know, I, I see people, they, they join banks, yeah. And uh, they, you did when, after when I was done law, a lot of people went on do corporate banking. And then they go, oh, I'm, I'm, it's all right. And I'll have a chat and go, God, you do want to work with them. Do you know what it's like with them, these sort of people? And they go, no, 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 it'll be different. I mean, I'm look, I've got ethics, me, and all that. And then they're in there for about two months and they either turn into a complete bastard like everybody else that works there or they, they have a meltdown and have to quit and then end up going bloody picking fruit somewhere in, 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 around Europe for a few months to recover. I mean, seriously, it's that bad. And I saw that as, as exactly that. He, he thought, no, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a force for good. I'm yeah. going to get control of it and all that. Can't do it. Can't It'll work. eat you alive. And I like that. Yeah, it's so good. Um, sticking with Angel for a just a second to finally uh, mm. got round to reading um, Angel after the fall. Oh yeah, basically see, season six. Yeah, in, yeah. Um, in, in comic books, yeah, that Whedon had a hand in as well. Yeah, not as heavy, not as much yeah. involvement as the Buffy. Yeah. season eight and nine comic mm. books. I've read that as well. Oh, you've read after the fall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did yeah. you think? Right, it's not as easy. I read as Buffy, the Buffy no, continuation. The, the it's it's all over the show, there. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I like the I like the ideas and yeah. um, LA goes to hell. I like that a lot. And uh, but I, I again I'll say there's a bit of a cheat going on because you want it to feel. This is the only the only downside to for those who are listening and don't quite know what we're talking about. But Joss Whedon continued. Buffy in comic book form and he wrote it and did it so he literally gave you the next season of Buffy and he's continued and said yeah you guys like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer universe all them characters you can you can carry on watching their adventures I'm going to write them for you yeah. or me and my associates are well I'm just like the TV yeah. show he's, and, he's the show and, and he gets his writers yeah. to uh, so it can continue it 
and and that went really well. It was very good. It's now on to uh, season nine, and yep. this and they read did the first volume of it, by the way. And if very you've good. watched the end of uh, Angel, you'll know how it ended on a cliffhanger. While he's attempted to sort of show you what happened after that, yep. and to a degree, he succeeds in that. But the 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 disadvantage to both of these comic books that, and it's only a little disadvantage because I've enjoyed them a lot, but I just think that they. They, they, you want them to feel like the TV show, but the TV show had a budget, so there was only so much you could see. These comics literally go that far to the boundaries of, of you know, craziness and absurdity and, and anything that you could possibly imagine in your imagination that you could Don't never really. afford, yeah? Yeah, you can never afford to do all that on TV. You could never afford to do it even in the cinema, some of the stuff that's on here. I mean, at some stages, they had it was almost a superhero arc going on in... in I mean, it embraced the comic book form. Um, but, yeah, it's had... It feels like the TV series, but then suddenly when you've got all these really really expensive looking fantasy things going on and superhero type antics you do sort of get a bit disconnected because it's no longer then feels like the tv show it becomes a totally different animal it yeah. becomes the comic book but we, which you want it to not be the comic we book, didn't really, definitely but. address this he, yeah. he did um, he mm. did say that they went too far mm. in uh, the buffy season eight comics mm. so season nine uh, right. Brings it right. Oh, back. okay. Because I felt th- there were just some Strips bits where, because because effectively it was a super villain that was the the bit, the bad guy in it, and yes. and there were superpowers kicking about all over the yeah. place. It, it really did delve. Buffy learned how to fly. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then and then all of a sudden I'm like getting disconnected from it. I'm not seeing it as as actually a continuation of a TV show. I'm looking at it as oh, this is a comic with Buffy in it, and that's not what really what I wanted. I wanted the show to continue. So, but but no, back to, to Angel. Back to yeah. Angel. Oh no, it's not. A, it's just the only. If that's the only criticism, that sometimes it went a little bit too fantastic and well, spikes, and, it, spikes you know, in a spaceship now. Well, they see that I have a problem with all um, that. He commands a uh, crew of uh, bug yeah. people. Yeah, you um, see what uh, I mean. But there's no reason that can't be on TV. It could be, but I don't think people would have been very happy with that. Oh, why? I don't know. I think what? they would have. Think of all the absurd the fanboys that have had a really tough time with that one. Why, though? Um, because it's a bit too... too it's, it's a show about vampires and monsters, oh, yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden spaceship just, shows up and just, you go, I, no I think, way. No, I think that's where the problem lies. I think that's where they draw the line. I think, clearly, I, I think I, if you had a fan of the show who, you know, just ask them a general view I think they'd say yeah keep the aliens out of it keep no, all that out of it no you know I don't know it's better than another giant snake oh yeah I know well, they, how many they, times did they use I that know. well they do don't they um, go on sorry yeah, back, back to after Angel, the fall Angel a um, lot of cool ideas in it I like the fact that they, they actually got um, what's it back in it didn't they yeah, which was seemingly impossible um, oh god Wesley Wesley yeah yep um they actually got him in it. He Everyone's was in it. In it. Everyone's, yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's great. It's, they do a good job it's at good that. that. Yeah, because uh, you've even got uh, Gwen. She's back in it. Remember Electro Girl? Yeah. Uh, Nina, the werewolf woman. Yeah, yeah. She's back in it. All these minor characters that were fan favourites but didn't yeah. stick around for as long as they were probably yeah. intended to. 
and um, back and back to the um, uh, where it exceeds the budget of the TV show. He's got a pet dragon, which I liked. He does, and it's the dragon that it's you see the, right at yeah, the end. Yeah, at the end, he doesn't kill it; it becomes his yeah. pet. Yeah, see, see what I mean? That's actually that's very Joss Whedon. That. Yeah. yeah, two minutes into fighting him, yeah, he says uh, they he realised they were both on the same side. Yeah, and all these hell minions were. Yeah, yeah they they've been tricked as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, pet dragon, awesome. No, no, that's Flying what I mean. It's just, it's good. Yeah, and then uh, also then it, it well. gets not, put right. No longer a vampire. Yeah, which is a great twist. Yeah, but it bit, gets bit put, a spoiler there. Sorry, it, it does get put right. All this towards the end. I mean, not I'm not spoiling anything, but you know, you do. It's just a period where it is in hell, and. It's it's pretty good. It's a great idea. Yeah. Great idea. I'd, yeah. Now I agree there. Yeah. You couldn't put that on screen no. on a TV budget Never. because Never. every building yeah. has grown mouths and everything. Yeah. You, you tentacles can't, all um, over the show and yeah, the you'd dragon. struggle with a cinema. But what a show movie. that would be! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it be it it basically took everything to the nth degree. It took it as far as you could possibly take it, and it's really good. Uh, now, I stopped reading after that. I mean, I don't know if that's continuing now or not, but I read it for a few years and then it sort of reached where uh, a point where I'd stopped reading it. So maybe catch up with it, but I don't know where they're up to now. I'm, I'm, I made sure I'd, I'd uh, ordered all the volumes yeah. uh, the other week just uh, because they're going out of print now and yeah. I don't want to never Well, Angel, them, so. Angel, I know there's a series now that's Angel I've and Faith. I've read that as well. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Yes, it ended mm. because uh, Dark Horse and Whedon got the mm. rights to Angel back. Mm. So they've brought them all under one house now, Dark yeah. Horse. Mm. Um, so you've got a cleaner continuity. Yeah. So I think there's about six trades mm. of After yeah. the Fall and a couple of spin-offs that okay. you've got to read. Right. There's more. It's not as easy as the book. No, it's the not. Buffy season no, eight. no, yeah, it's not. Like you said, no. it does it's all over in it. All over the place, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed reading it. I love the motion comic of Buffy. I'm very disappointed that they didn't bring it out anymore. No uh, one seemed to buy it. No, which no. is a shame because it had it's good voice talent. It. Yeah, it had good voice talent. It had everything. It was I'd love it to was, see more of that. Uh, I would have just liked to. I mean, what annoys me is they should be making the entire thing. Uh, they, they were supposed to be making the entire. Um, set of comics and they didn't do it and I bought a, a set that 19. had yeah two thirds of it and then then suddenly they don't give you the end they, well, they, they owe it to you to do it at the end but they decide oh we won't make any money out of this well you know it's sad well why didn't you put it do? all on the uh, Blu-ray the third, they could have fit all of it onto that Blu-ray they haven't done it yet yeah no this is the problem it's sad isn't it but it's annoying because how did we get here you know that's, I don't know. Manimal. Manimal. Bring yeah. it back to Manimal. Yeah, Manimal. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were actually, uh, when, when this, when this story yeah. this story broke, Yeah. Uh, we were just the other week mm. having a debate in the office. Yeah. How much would it cost to buy yeah. the rights to Manimal? Yeah. And reboot it? Yeah. We were going to do it. Well, we weren't going to do Get it. Get it on Kickstarter. We were, we were dreaming, yeah. weren't we? Yeah, we were. We, we were had indeed. no idea how much interest there, there was in the show. S- Sony. No, I had no idea. Yeah. No. Sony Absolutely if, none. They, they, they must think this is a great idea. Mm. They're going to be ploughing a lot of money into this. Yeah, they are. Um, which quashes our dreams. Oh, well. 
Yeah. Can't have it always, can There's we? always Auto Man. Yeah, they're at Auto Man. That's the next street one. Then, uh, street Hawk. I'd rather do Street Hawk. Airwolf. I'd love to do Airwolf, but... Come on, pick one then. You know what, that what game? No, Airwolf. Airwolf. Airwolf is awesome. Airwolf would be a fantastic one. It's a great story. Why? Is it? Yeah. Wow. It's a great story. Um, they, the, they, they steal a helicopter and use it for the the forces of good is that yeah. it no no it's, it's a bit cooler than that they, they they've got a, a salvage company and uh they fly they they do all sorts of stuff you know you know how it is and they've got an airfield right. and then uh yeah he did this this adventure and they get involved in it and there's this guy there's a, play, a shadowy organization called the company headed by a guy with an eye patch in a white suit called archangel and no. he he turns the up the company who yeah. nicked that well, they did it first. It. Well, they did it first. Right. There you go, 1982, I think. And uh, they they basically, uh, there's a guy, he's nicked, um, he's helped develop this helicopter for the military, the US, and then he steals it and takes it to Libya, yeah, mm. and gives it to them, yeah. Mm. So they get Stringfellow Hawk to go and get the helicopter back because he's, he used to be Black Ops, he used to be in the war, and his brother's missing, and his brother went missing in Vietnam. So mm. they're looking, he's still looking for him. So they, the guy from the company contacts him and says, right, you do this, and I'll help you find your brother, yeah? So he goes, goes over there, there's a lot of fighting and stuff, he manages to nick the helicopter... And then um, the helicopter, um, he keeps it. Instead of giving it back to him, he hides it in this big hollow mountain that's a, this really funky-looking mountain, yeah, with a big hole down the middle. And Ooh. he hides it in the mountain where it can't be seen from spy satellites or discovered. And he, he basically says to him, right, here's the deal. I'll keep your helicopter. You can gav it back when you find my brother, yeah. In the meantime... I'll do any special missions you need doing or anything, I'll help you out because I don't want to be responsible for not having that helicopter at your disposal. And it's a prototype, one of its kind. The guy who made it is dead, so they can't make any more. And it's a new type of technology. And it flies faster than anything else. It got it, it can go invisible on the radar. It's got all this, it's proper. It's real, but unlike Knight Rider and all the rest, you actually believe it. It's really well realised, you know. Like, really? Yeah, because Knight Rider's not believable. I've a few episodes as a kid, but... Yeah, they're, it's good. It's it good. my attention. Yeah, and then, and then obviously he goes through the years trying to find him. or anything like that? No, 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 no. You get, it's pretty same old, same old. It goes into action. It does the same sort of gunfights and whatever. And I'm sure there was a, there was a, a bad airwolf in one episode. With you a know? moustache. Yeah, probably, you know. You know how it is. <laughs> it's okay. Formula TV, isn't it? But I, I don't see much potential there. It's good. With Manimal, yes. Yeah. Oh, this this this, no. this this is better than Manimal for 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 a movie. Really? Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Blue Thunder was a good movie. Oh, uh, Clint Eastwood. No. Um, oh, that was Firefox, Badham's right? movie. You know the. Uh, it's the one about the the helicopter with stealth mode and all the rest of it. It's very good. Which came first? Um, Blue Thunder. This is another Glenn A. Larson. It's not. It's Donald P. Balasario. Oh, Mr. Quan- uh, Mr. Quantum Leap yeah. and Magnum. Yeah. They, I don't know which, which one of them's produced more for TV. They're both pretty similar right? ilk. 
Um, Did he have the typewriter at the end? Yeah. That, that, that yeah. logo? Oh, no, that's Stephen J. Cannell. He did it, the A-team. Tapping away, that's Yeah, that's it. him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Blue Thunder came first, sit, but, ooh, but, but actually Good um, Airwolf is better. Right. Airwolf, the actual helicopter's better in Airwolf, okay. in my opinion. It's quite cool. Even now it looks quite funky. But, yeah. So, good story. Starburst approves of Manimal reboots? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's do all of them. Yeah. Let's do them all. Street Hawk, um, that'll be a good one. Uh, great theme tune, I remember. Yeah, Tangerine Dream. That oh, band, wonderful. They did a proper 80s uh, synth. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Anyway, I think we need to get a quick break and uh, we've got plenty more to go on to gonna, or go on about, haven't we? It's not I mean, all going to be manimal. No, no, no. We've got some interesting news of the, the uh, Marvel Universe, haven't we? Coming up right after this. Yep. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on StarburstMagazine.com Manchester Radio Online. Music and entertainment all day long. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. Right. So, just before we, on. we get on to stuff, we, yeah. we made a little comment last week. This new Star Trek film, the second one, yeah, it's got its title. Yeah. I just still don't understand why they've, they've called it what they've called Star it. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, but it's not even colon. No, no It's not colon, like Star it? Trek colon Into the Darkness or Star Trek colon darkness or whatever star trek into darkness yeah doesn't really make much sense it, it you doesn't. know that the star trek is just the it's our description of what oh, they're I, doing yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah 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 so so why why i mean that's mental that i mean it should be enterprise into darkness shouldn't it i mean that's probably what what's going to happen in this film it enters some bad area goes through tough times i don't know so what a rubbish title and all that money and that they've got and they're spending all that time and effort on this sequel to the what was a gamble that reboot a big gamble and it worked out for them and now they've got a sequel and yeah Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan that mm. was the sequel to Star Trek The Motion Picture Star Trek 3 The Search for Spock yep. and here they've got Star Trek and the second one's called Star Trek Into Darkness yeah People are get confused years later, won't they? We won't know what order they're all in. Don't know what's going on. What's the next one? Is there is there enough room if they follow this with uh, three, four? You know, what are they going to be called? Are they Star Trek? I I don't don't know. I don't know. Well, weird. I've never heard. The lack of colon throws it all. It's weird. It is weird. Unless they're trying to be really cool and go right. Well, we're going to do it a bit different. You're thinking that they all few colons here knocking about. Well, no, no colons. Mm. Boom. Or maybe I don't know. Doesn't it seem odd? It does seem odd, odd. doesn't it? Because when I heard it, um, I saw it and I thought, oh, there's there's a colon missing there. What's going on? You know, in all in all honesty, when when the news broke, we didn't even cover it that day. Yeah, because it was still at that stage just a a rumor. Rumor, yeah. Someone had noticed a uh, domain name that had been set up. Yeah, we went nah. 
and then two days later they've officially announced it so that's when we ran it and it was like oh how how odd they have changed titles before much later than this anyway Oh, what do you think they'll listen to? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll be honest. We're I, not alone in our opinion. We do live in a weird world compared to twenty years ago, where people found out about things much later on. Yeah, you'd have heard about the title of this months before it came out. Yeah, mm. um, we've got a load of information we didn't used to have as people about things that are coming out, films, um, and they do watch, they read Twitter. Oh, yeah. They read Twitter, yeah. they read Facebook, they read all these forums. Sadly, we do as well, don't we? As I say, you don't always hear what you want to hear. Mm. Um, if I got an overwhelming backlash against some column that we're running or some strip or some title of a column or something, I, th- I think it's safe to say we'd do something about it. Of course, yeah. More than five people tell you something is not working out. Yeah. You know, if it, if, if it, if the, yeah, the, if the balance is out. Yeah. Then yeah, you've you've got to yeah, you've got to address it. Got to yeah. So yeah, get get it changed, guys. Yeah, get it changed. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to affect the contents of the the movie. Yeah. Which um, I'm sure is going to be awesome, but yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, just weird, and I can't imagine uh, what the rest of the movies are going to be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well we still don't know what uh, they've not released anything from that movie, have they? No, we don't know who uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be playing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not Khan. No, it's not. Those rumours were. Uh, um, we got Khan's not in it, is he? No, 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 no. But there was remember no. uh, Benicio del Toro. Was circling the project. See, see, this is the thing, and everyone went, "Oh, oh that's Khan. It's got to be because yeah. he even bloody looks like him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it would have oh, been good casting. That. Yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah. Well, we'll I don't see. know. I don't yeah. know then. Well, we'll find out, won't we? But yeah. it is. It is. A, it's a terrible title. So I don't know. I, they've got a good idea for it. That's all well and good. Yeah. Should we talk about Marvel? Indeed. Like we said? Yeah. Like we said we would? Cal- Kevin Feige. F- no. Feige. 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 The abominable Feige. Kevin Feibies. Now Whatever. you've said so many options, I, don't, I cannot remember how you officially... Kev. Let's just it's, call him Kev. He's Kev Feige. to us. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, no. For, first up... You've got your Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, uh, director confirmed. Yeah, we, uh, ran the uh, the rumor a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. it is confirmed to be James Gunn at the helm. He of Super. Yeah, Vigilante Black Comedy. Yeah, yeah. it was excellent. It was Sorry. superb. It was absolutely superb. Yeah. That film. Um, I, I've got to say, I liked uh, I liked both of them in it. I thought Alan, pa- I thought Alan Page, Alan Page was Wilson. amazing. Ray yeah. Wilson. Um, they say I liked him in the office. I do. I still like him in the office, but it just goes to show he is actually. Yeah, it's uh, back. You know? No, I didn't know it's back. Back, maybe. All oh, right. Okay. It's very good. All oh, right. Very okay. Good. Right. You actually um, hear the documentary makers for okay. the first time. Oh, I don't very know about that. Oh no, don't they're know going. About they're that. going somewhere with this because yeah. why would a documentary maker uh, yeah. make uh, hang around for what season is this? Yeah. yeah. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Nine years at a paper yeah. company. Yeah. And I think they're addressing that. Okay. 
Very interesting. It's a good show. It's a good, very strong episode. Oh, okay, because yeah. I wasn't sure about last last season. Yeah, um, it was, it was I did enjoy. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it one. It won't right. It was it and miss. It was um, they missed him, and I didn't. I didn't think Ed Helms was. I, I, they didn't give him enough. I don't think. I don't think they let him become a stronger character. It wasn't a lead character. Yeah, that you had with Michael Scott. Yeah, that's right. But but it could you could have beefed up his character though, Ed Helms. Yeah, you could have made him. Uh, you you could have made uh, Andy Bernard into that character. Yeah, you, but the problem is a lot of his arcs already gone. I know. Like you know, you had Michael Scott's arc. You could follow him all through the show. He wanted to get a girlfriend. He wanted to do this. Many things that were all tied up towards the end of the show yeah. and uh, Bernard he's had all them stories going on at the same time so it's hard to just go through it all again with him innit but I do like him though we're, we're go on what are we talking about the office for what are we talking about the office for but yeah um, <laughs> uh, James Gunn yeah uh, Slither was yeah. one of his uh, most popular movies I okay. think that's what he's best known for isn't it um Yep, Joss Whedon says he's got a very uh, twisted take on the material. In Great. fact, it was Whedon, you know, he, he let yeah. the cat out of the bag a couple of weeks ago, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, but they've only just made the official announcement this week. Yeah. So, Guardian of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yep. James Gunn. Yeah. Um, great, great choice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course, Joss Whedon now is, is not steep with Marvel. Isn't it? Oh, because yes. they, they oh, I think they must think he's some sort of god. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. what he's just delivered him a one and a half billion, billion pound. I mean, that's actually wiped the floor with the Dark Knight Rises as well, isn't it? Deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. I know. we don't I want to get onto that again. Do the we? Avengers um, yeah. on Blu-ray last night? Oh yeah, it stands up. Yeah, it was so much better watching it uh, in the comfort of my own home. Yeah, on a big screen. Yeah, than seeing it in three D. Oh, okay. We won't get onto that again. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I know. It's a shame. I love cinemas. It's just a shame what goes on in them sometimes. Yeah, well, and having, uh, having, to, having to put goggles on when you don't want to. Yeah. Well, we did. We we only. We, I can't the remember why we was ended up crisp, seeing it. Crisp, clean. The sound was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Felt like watching it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Long live Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, Blu-ray's good. Yeah. Projectors are very good, yeah. yeah. But the yeah, it's it's one of them things, isn't it? It's it's forced on you. It's a problem. I don't have an issue of it as an option. I like I quite like a good three D film. I'm yeah, but as thought, we were talking about last week, Christ, you some of them you can't find dread in two D. So a lot of people haven't bothered seeing it. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, Don't it's done shame. well though, Dread, hasn't it? Yeah, very well, and yeah. it opened in the states uh, this Friday. Yeah, so uh, hopefully. Uh, number one spot and then uh, give it two weeks you'll have the announcement that you've got either Dread 2 or a TV show yeah I'm hoping TV show to be honest because mm. it, it, it looks know, like they could a good that was a good cinema moment it, it, that for it, me it was great that was bloody uh, that was that was a proper film 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 I mean I enjoyed it so much Dread. I expect it to be very high up in our um, top films of uh, 2012 yeah yeah absolutely right up there yeah. no it was it was very 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 good in its own way like I say Avengers will be right up there that'll be right up there you know there's yeah. um, the 
the Spider-Man remake, won't be. Oh, good God. One of the most boring films I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have our worst as well. Yeah, it's we'll have to do a list of them at Christmas. The we'll do, yeah, we'll we do it. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll um, we'll see if any of the writers, one of the writers wants to come on the show with us and do it. Oh, they, can all, they can all have yeah. their own top tens. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's make a big, a big show of it. Yeah, But um, I, I wouldn't mind having someone on the show who, who would put like Dark Knight Rises right up there in the top top three or four. For the year, because I'd I'd love to have a co- few conversations with them. I don't think anyone would uh, come on because if, they, if dare, they've heard that, they? no, if they've heard your your ranting about that. Episode. Oh, you know, I've calmed down a little bit. Like I say, someone wrote me an email. Um, they wrote in over the column, not the show. They'd read uh, what I'd said and dissected it, and and they were really nice. They said, "Oh, I enjoyed reading it. It's good. I like reading the column." And I've, and I've, but I just wanted to say that I think you've missed one or two things and then explained to me that it was a I'd missed the fact that it was a story an epic story about the survival and uh, the conquering of of adversity by the hu- of the human spirit yeah mm. yeah right yeah I don't know what you think about that but uh, Mate, I I I I, the movie, I, I personally was... missed that bit of where it was uh, a deep deep film like that yeah, I think it's a very, very thinly plotted uh, trilogy. There's nothing epic about it whatsoever. Mm. It does the character a massive disservice. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, honestly, it's, it's quite dull. Yeah. It's full of holes. Yeah. Uh, no, not not one of mine. No. No, I don't. I don't rate it. No. What did I, I think? I give it six, six out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think I give it less than that. I can't remember now. Yeah, really? Did it dip I into think, the four? I think it got to five. Or might have been, might yeah, have been five nah, or five, six. Five's but... just a shrug. You, can, you don't. Really well, I didn't. Care, I didn't but... think it was a terrible film. Okay. I just. Did, I just didn't think it was a Batman film. No. I just thought it was. It could have been anything. I said that in the in that column. Where I said it, they those three films could have been. They didn't have to have Batman in them. The the first one, the uh, the bad guy could have been. You know. They could they say they don't have to because they're not super villains in any of them. I mean, in the in the second one, the Joker could have just been a psychotic gangster, couldn't he? No, oh, absolutely. He, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bane could have just been a revolutionary. Yeah. You also have um, a, a lot of repeated twists as well. Yeah. The twist in Rises is the same as yeah. the twist in Begins. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I find that very very lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but whatever, you know. Um, the just Justice League movie that's yeah. that's going to come next. Yeah, and that's going to reintroduce uh, audiences to uh, a post Nolan Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to do any individual Batman movies. They're just going to go right. Is Justice League? Is that movie. definitely what Definite, they've decided? That's, that's the. That's or what about Superman? We well, you, you've got Man of Steel next year. You don't know. So is he going to be in that? Who knows? No it's going to be confusing having a, a yeah. Justice League movie for those of, of you who are casual listeners or casual um, about your movies and don't read that many comic books. Justice League is the DC Universe superheroes all gang- ganging together yeah, in their, their little equivalent club. of the Avengers. Basically. Certainly is, yeah. And they so obviously DC are a bit jealous at the fact that Marvel have uh, created their movie universe and had an Avengers movie that has made so much money. They would very much like to make that money. Um, but I will say to them, 
if you want to make that much money, then you need to think it out like they did because they fought it out and they gave us little bits and those little teasers at the end of the films like in Iron Man and Thor and stuff like that, Iron Man 2. Those were good little teasers that got us into it, you know? Yeah. All started with that cameo by Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury at the end of Iron Man. Yeah, and And, it, and it, they never they didn't put a foot wrong. No. And then they gave us the Avengers... They picked the right guy to do it, Joss Whedon. Brilliant. And now they've, um, yeah, they brought him on board as the yeah. like a, a supervisor. So yeah. he's he's, a, he's actually overseeing Iron yeah. Man three, Thor yeah. two, yeah. Captain America two, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and he's you know he's uh, basically he's up to bat with yeah. um, Avengers on May first, yeah. two thousand and fifteen. Yeah, he's he's basically keeping the universe consistent. He's keeping all the different characters yeah. so that they all sing from the same hymn sheet. There was. Um, he's also doing the Shield TV show as well. That yeah. will be starting next year. Yeah. Set, set in this universe. Uh, my God, there's there's so much to look forward to. Yeah, there is. Oh, I forgot to say Ant Man as well, but we've yeah. got no official yeah. um, date on that or anything. No, nope. I don't. I, I would expect that in 2014. Yeah, alongside Guardians and Captain Captain yeah. Two. Yeah, uh, it's a lovely little tale I read this week about how um, Whedon. Um, he was. He was in flux. He didn't know whether to. This was before he got all it, or you know, the the Marvel gig proper. Yeah. He was. Um, he didn't know whether he wanted to do Avengers one or two. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Avengers two. Or yeah. Not. Um, so he said he was in London and he went, popped in a pub. Yeah. Ordered himself some fish and chips. Uh, yeah. And a and a couple of pints. Mm. Sat there and he just started writing and yeah. he said he filled his notepad. Yeah. Uh, and then phoned his agent and said, "Yeah, right, Avengers two, sign me up. Yeah, get it done. Mm. Uh, yeah, he said it just flowed out of him, and all of a sudden he had, he had the movie. Yeah, uh, and uh, and everything. Yeah, yeah, filled a notepad. No, good. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad because he he delivered a very entertaining film. Yeah, um, all you could ask for, really. Don't know where they're going to go with it though. All all I know is that you've got. Um, uh, Thanos coming back he's going to be yeah. you're going to see him again in Guardians of the Galaxy and that's going to tie right in lead right into Avengers 2 yeah problem there is isn't there a little bit of a, it's, the, the themes are repeated yeah you had an alien invasion in one so we yeah. thought we're going to get another alien invasion yeah wasn't so much an alien yeah. invasion was it though it was um, the, the that was all coming from Asgard, wasn't it? It was. It's not so much. It was another realm rather than another planet, wasn't it? It's still connected to Earth. All that. That was a dimensional invasion, wasn't it? Was I know it? it's a moot point, but kind of. Was it? Yeah, it was a dimensional yeah. invasion. They they had the alien forces. Asgardian, though. Yeah, but he was. Um, he, weren't they? Um, I'm he, trying to get the picture. They, they were pretty inconsequential, weren't they? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, bunch yeah. of people. Yeah, he, it was all Loki. about Loki, wasn't yeah, it? Really? Was. And he was, yeah, he was yeah, a great yeah. villain. Yeah, he's he, brilliant. He was fabulous yeah. in that movie. I yeah, thought, yeah. I thought that character sucked in yeah. uh, Thor. Yeah, but he was fantastic. Again, it's just start, start the writing, get a decent yeah, yeah, script. Yeah. And, you know, these guys can shine. Well, the character in the comic book is always very important and they pull him out when it's a big storyline. Right. And uh, they, he, they had him as a woman in, uh, the re, in the reboot that Straczynski wrote. Oh, really? Four, yeah. So yeah. The, in the continuity at the moment, is he a, Not now, he no. She? Not now, is it he, huh. no. 
but but for quite a while he was a woman. It turned out he'd stolen um, the lady Seth's form. Oh right, yeah. But but it was just done as he was a woman, and that's it. And it was it was really really good for a, for quite a while. It suited it. I did. They, it was a good good uh, shot the character up a bit. Did but, you see the um, yeah. the the photos from the set of yeah. Thor: The Dark World? Yeah. That we put up. Yeah, that yeah, looks good. Sif, that looked pretty epic, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. A lot going on there. Yeah, it's well, they're not going to have to explain as much this no. time, so they'll just get straight stuck into the action. Just, and hopefully, Natalie first... Portman will be a bit. will do a bit more in this one. And... Yeah, I just thought the first Thor movie was a bit low key. No, I loved it, mate. Low, I know, I thought it was, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. No, I like that one. I didn't mind it at all. <laughs> it was a good uh, film. The other big uh, Marvel Universe news, Marvel Studios mm. news, is um, uh, Kevin uh, Feige. Feige. Mm. Mm. Feige Five Folk. Feige. Feige. He's been talking Hulk. Yeah. Uh, for, first up, mm. bad, bad news is, he says, there's, got, mm. there's, there's no chance of any Hulk movie before... Mm. Uh, Avengers two, yeah, we kind of knew that anyway, didn't we? So it's going to be. It's a shame because you, you, he's not getting any younger. Um, Ruffalo, yeah. So you've got, you've got, um, you're going to what? You're going to bloody waste a load of time. You've got what? Fifteen years of him uh, looking like he does, where he's a lot young enough to uh, be that role. I guess. If you're going to make the most of it, if you're going to make the most of it, you're wasting three years of that now. And yeah. you've signed him up for six movies. Well, what are you going to do? You better yeah, get a move when, on. When you? are you going to start? So Avengers two comes out May first, two thousand and fifteen. Mm. Um, that's you know two thousand and fifteen is the, the that's the next time you're going to see him yeah. unless he pops up in um, in a smaller role in either Iron Man three, Captain America, Winter Soldier, or Thor. Yeah. That's all of them, isn't it? Guardians, yeah. yeah. I doubt he's going to be appearing Guardians. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, strange. Hmm. I wonder if he'll take a, a larger role in the Shield show. Who Don't knows? Know. It's hard to say in it. There's so so much, but I see it's commendable. They've got they've got it all well sorted out, haven't they? Well, he does. He, he did go on to say, um, uh, "Planet Hulk and World War Hulk hmm. are." Yeah, they're they're thinking about them. Yeah. They are possibilities. Yeah, they they need to um, These epic storylines. They story they arcs. they're big. They're big. They're very big. There's a few other ones that they could do that um, would be worth telling. Okay, and well, the, you got the, some ideas. Yeah, the the mixed uh, fix it stuff where later on he basically degenerates into a, a more but sort of. A basic version of the Hulk, a yeah. grey Hulk, and then um, he becomes uh, uh, just a bodyguard in Las Vegas, yeah, That's for a cool. while, yeah. Okay. And then after a while, he, he then, yeah, it all falls apart and everything. And um, it's it's a good story that one. And then you've got you you've got you've got yeah, the, those two are big stories. They're very recent. And what what I'm saying is the uh, like this is the problem with. DC as well, they're concentrating on late, recent stories rather and missing out on some of the stuff. Like there was a, a world where he met a girl and was wanted to marry her called Jarella um, years and years ago. Then you've got one where he's actually put on trial for um, all the damage the Hulk's done. Yeah, 
they basically put him on trial for it, yeah. Mm. And um, the the problem is they, they're having trouble containing him while they, they try to find out if he's actually guilty of anything, yeah. And uh, it's Matt Murdock, uh, Daredevil, that defends oh, right, him, yeah. Right. And it's a cracking story. And there's loads of stories like that, you know. I mean, these are very recent. They're the two recent biggest stories that he's, he's had in the comic books, and there's a lot more. It's tough, though. But because... it's the end, though. That Them are the end of the story yeah, because... Yeah. You've yeah. exiled him to another planet yeah. and, no. you know, you, you can't really have him in the Avengers if you're telling not, them stories. Not at all. And like we were yeah. just saying, it's going to be so long away till yeah. we see him again. Yeah. And uh, We have yeah. to have more solo stories. We have to get to know the character before yeah, yeah. we can pay it off yeah. with something that Cause, epic. Because that, that, yeah, the Planet Hulk thing, that is the point where... The Illuminati, that's um, Reed Richards and uh, they obviously the Fantastic Four guy, yeah. um, uh, Professor Xavier from the X-Men and uh, Black Bolt is Tony another Stark. one, Tony Stark. They, they've all got together and they're the big brains on the planet and they've decided he's too dangerous, his power yeah. levels are so powerful and he meant he could wreck the planet at some stage with what he does so we've got to send him somewhere so they shove him in a ship and send him off into outer space with provisions and then he arrives where he arrives and then yeah he it goes really well for a long time and they adopt him as almost a champion it's sort of like a spartacus story where he starts out as a bruiser on the planet and then he he overthrows the warlords there and he becomes basically ruler of the planet nearly yeah. yeah got all the people behind him everyone loves him and then the ship that sent him there explodes and kills his wife yeah and and then he decides right that's that's the end of the the planet hulk and right. he decides to get the Warbound, which are all the guys that were in the arena with him who yeah. fought with him he takes them and get gets um, and and flies to Earth to get revenge on them all. Great, yeah. But yeah, you can't have that movie for. Well, you can't have it now. No, you? you get it won't have any impact because no. because what would that be? Say you were about five years on, you'd had a few Hulk movies. He's been in a couple of Avengers movies, crossed over in a few movies. Then all of a sudden them characters that you like like Tony Stark Robert Downey Jr etc are all pivotal in sending him off into space A you'd have the angst of going oh god aren't they bastards doing that to him in that extreme or whatever and then so you're falling out with them guys you're sort of on his side and then when he decides to come back to the planet you don't know what side you're on then because you're oh am I on the Hulk side or I don't really want him to go and kill everybody you know and do all that And, and it's good but well, you where, can't get you can't get that payoff until you've used him, can you? And where we are now is the yeah. we, is you're at the, the beginning that, now. Yeah, yeah, and they've only just uh, I mean they've wasted time with two movies that you know while the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton yeah. was you know enjoyable, it was a little slight. Yeah, and it was only in the Avengers that people audiences really responded to him because yeah. he for the first time he was a hero. Yeah. Uh, and Banner was able to somewhat control yeah. um, his ability, and uh, yeah, they, they nailed it. It yeah. was, was fun to watch and get yeah. behind. And yeah. uh, apparently, well, that's they they, they saw the um, the response from people. Yeah, uh, um, uh, it went through the roof, didn't it? Yeah, people yeah, were, yeah. People were loving the character all of a sudden. Well, it's so a standout. They're, they're right the, sign. It's the unexpected now. standout character from yeah. the film that I don't we think did they it. were expecting. Or Joss did it. Yeah. 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 
Joss and Broth understood the character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The comic books like that. The comic books always been like that. You can't have an aggressive, uh, powerful character going round committing acts of violence left, right, and centre without giving him some redeeming features. Yeah, and that's what they didn't do in those films. No, and I'll I'll, I'll go so far as to say the first one. I don't. I don't. I think it was too concerned with being bloody artistic anyway absolutely it was it was a shame to be making a comic movie well that's again and this is what Nolan was like he was ashamed of making a comic book movie as well yeah it's it's not really very good is it no not when uh, yeah when they don't have to take the gig do they yeah they they know what they're supposed to be doing oh well the Avengers has shown everyone now that you don't have to be ashamed of it and people will completely accept yeah uh, a man in a spandex outfit uh, outfit with stars and stripes yeah uh, and a shield and they'll just accept it yeah Yeah. they will but it's 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 taken us a long 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 time to get to this this moment so it is only in fairness possible now because the things that they do look correct like Captain America throws his shield, it, it throws its shield like he does in the comic books. Yeah. If he does his forward somersault through the air, you mean the effects the are there to back up, back it up? Yeah, it, it it doesn't look ridiculous. If you look at the early '90s Captain America film, if you t- take a snapshot of him, he looks like Captain America from the mm. comics. He looks exactly like him when you actually watch the film and him doing stuff. He's clearly jumping off springboards to to leap over a, a car, and yeah. he's and you just oh god, it's embarrassing, you know. Um, you got an anime. He, he throws a shield at a watchtower to knock the guy out. Yeah. And it cuts to it's an animated shield. It's a little cartoon shield that shoots up there and comes back. And that's when you can't take it seriously. You just sit there and you get you can't, I can't get behind this because it is too absurd. It, it's just not right. Whereas that film, oh you know, yeah, you could believe that. You could swallow all that. It is ridiculous. Yeah, nonsense. But it looks right. Yeah, it didn't look right, did it? Until then, I don't think it's I don't think it's looked right at all. No, you know. Oh well, good. Good. You know. Hopefully, we don't need to go back to uh, oh, get get all our heroes in black. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, look at the X Men, the first yeah. X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. And they had them all in leather. Yeah. Yeah. And then don't the need, gag about then, oh, should we? What would you prefer? We were wearing spandex. Yeah, yellow or spandex yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's it. Maybe they will. Maybe you don't know. Maybe they will. Well, they did it with the first class again. They they went right. Let's embrace the silly. Yeah, and they look great. Yeah, that's fine. I say, you know, my my, like say what I'm hoping for the next one of those. And I love that film. I thought that was really good. And you just get rid of her, and you'll be fine. The next one. Yes, you'll be bloody fine. Whether he will or not, I don't know. Depends how much he, you know, he's having bunga for that kid, doesn't it? Oh, God. I don't know. Anyway, we need a break. We do. Right, we'll have another break, and we'll be back with some more right after this. The North's Great Entertainment Station, Manchester Radio Online. Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com. Welcome back to Starburst Radio <coughs> at Manchester Radio Online. Pre-record. Yeah. Indeed. Live from the... Oh, not live. Yeah. See. Unlive. We're, yeah, unlive yeah. from the Starburst yeah. we'll, funky bunker. Yeah, but we are we are actually at Phil Buchan's birthday party, Bucky's birthday party. Yeah. That's where we are. PM, and we're having fun. We're having, 
I think we're having a whale of a time. We are. Yeah. I think it's great. I think I think he's just seen it. What his cake is. I hope. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about this. You well, don't know what you well, know what that cake is. No. It's that clown. It's Zingo. Yeah. No way. It is. Yeah. No. Yeah. It is. Right. Well, we got to tweet a picture out. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I can't wait we'll to see say, it. We'll send it out on Twitter, probably. Yeah. About the time this is going out, we will be there. This this would be maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe about half, ten, quarter, about 11 o'clock or something like that. Can now. they come down? Will we still be there yeah. at midnight? Yeah, will we, we will, possibly. So, if Come on down that's to Fab I'm, Cafe in Manchester and see us. Because yeah. uh, we'll let you in if you just knock on and go, yeah, we're readers of Starburst, let us in. You'll uh, get like Should they have a secret word? Readers of Starburst. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Well, no one else would think to say that, would they, to get in a bar? Marsu... Marsu... I can't even say it. No, Not that word. don't, don't Not bother that word. with words. Marsupial. We shouldn't be doing words we can't say. <laughs> we, we have enough why trouble that, with words we can't say. the first word that came to, came to my head was mar... mar okay, marmot. Say that to the... Uh, yeah. No, actually, scrap this. They'll let you in. They'll let you in. Just come on. No secret say. words. Come to see Mike and Chris. Let me in now. Yeah. Come on. That'll do. So We'll tell the bouncers, won't we? Oh, yeah. You will. will. Yeah, we'll have yeah. a word. It'll be sorted. No, it'll be good. I just know we're having fun. We deserve it. Yeah. It's been a tough a tough year, this. It has. Yes, we got a year, year and a half, man. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, it's been... yeah. Oh, yeah. Since we... I'm going from... Oh, no, I'm going well, since from... Since we launched the um, the printed version. Yeah. From the print edition, yeah. it went. We went into hell yes, the minute we, we print. We yeah. uh, went to print. I mean, I'm. I just go year by year from January first on, and oh, right, from okay. January first on, yeah, we we really did it this year. Went into print, and then God, it's been hard. It's hey, been very difficult. In. Yeah, been getting better each issue. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's next month? Can we say? Yeah. Um, it's Lord of the Rings. It's The Hobbit. Well, it's Lord of the Rings, really, isn't it? Oh, the, the, yeah. You I know guess what the, I mean. The, the Hobbit launches it, and then the, yeah, let's, yeah. let's explore it. We, we're going off all over the place. Yeah. I mean, we got Gollum on the cover with a ring. We there do. you go. Yeah. Which could be either. Yeah. But wait, what? Did well, you... it could be either film. Oh, I thought you might have meant either ring. No. There's one Gollum and one ring in the both in both trilogies. Right. Oh, trilogies! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Saw point. Yeah. And what did you think of the Hobbit um, an unexpected journey trailer okay. that launched this week? Okay, here we go. I thought that seemed okay. It that did, didn't, didn't it? bore it was me a, like the other first one. trailer. Yeah. But was so dull. But at the end of the trailer. They went into that song again, and for some reason, I started to just go oh, again because mm. I don't know what it is about that song. It's got a really somber. <laughs> That's what that song sounds like in the Hobbit. That they they they're doing it sort of like it's sort of Enya, sort of uh, sort of Celtic sort of uh, Didn't vibe. Didn't Enya do to one it. of the? Um... For sakes, I can't remember. Enya's done a lot of stuff, hasn't she? Because they got uh, and um, do you remember the Orinoco flow? I do. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It sounds like a weird dance, doesn't it? Emily Torino did uh, one. Did Bjork, Bjork do another? Yeah. Well, look, it's like Bond. It's all good. Uh, uh, yeah. Each of the three movies had. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, was it Enya? I mean oh, to say, God. I don't know. But but look, look. At the end of the day. I've made it plain what I'm saying about this. 
the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you were lucky to fit those three books into three movies because each one of those books was big, fat, meaty, massive. It had a big story going on. It was whatever. Uh, yeah, The Hobbit's one book that's not even the same length as one of the three of those and I don't care what anyone says because all these Tolkien fans are all defending this decision to turn The Hobbit into three movies and they're saying, oh, well, yeah, it's all the appendixes and all the other stuff that mm. he's going to expand upon the Tolkien universe and how can that be a bad thing? Sorry, it's a massive Plus cash we've grab. Made some stuff up as well. Yeah, we've made some stuff up as well. And and, and can I say they're, they're using the appendixes from the uh, Appendi? Appendi? From uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, appendices. multiple appendix appendices. I yes, don't know. no appendices. We'll go with that. That sounds better. Um, they're using those from. So they're actually taking the little bits at the beginning and end of uh, the Lord of the Rings books. Yeah, yeah, and and mashing them in. It's like a big mashup, isn't it? Do we. I guess I know I know I, I know my own feelings on this, but I, I've got to I've got to wait and see if it's successful or not because yeah. I'm not precious about Tolkien. Uh, if Jackson and Fran Walsh and Philippa Bowens have done a good job, then we won't even notice. Well, I can only say, I mean, like I mean, you've, you've read The Hobbit. I have read The Hobbit. Well, you've yeah. read The Hobbit, and you know what happens. They it's set a out a ninety-seven page. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, perfect for, for one film, and this is going to a be nice a nice three-hour, hour. big, hefty, epic film. Seven hours yeah, now. Yeah. This is going to run. Hey, check this out. Mm. It was Anya. We were right. Anya. There we go. What was that from? Lord Return of the, of the King. Um, Fellowship. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. lovely. I know. Wonder what she's doing now. Um, living off the royalties. Oh, I see. Of Orinoco Flow. No, of that. Oh, right. Oh, that. Sure. Well, you think she gets a lot from that? I'd forgotten about that. Who did The Return of the Kings? Was that Bjork then? No. No, 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 no. I remember Bjork, but I can't remember what she'd done with it now. It was Annie Lennox. Oh, okay. Okay. Hard, isn't it? That's pretty cool, isn't it? It is, and it isn't because I sort of forgot they'd done that. My favourite one was the um, Emelina Torino. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Did the White that's, Rabbit from Sucker Punch? She did indeed. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Now, that's that's Cover. why we're getting confused because she is very Bjork-like uh, in her vocals, and she did Gollum's song from uh, the Two Towers. Gollum's song. Yeah. Gollum's song. There we go. I don't remember these in the films. Do you know that? I they're, really they're don't. They're all there. Are they? I don't remember them at all. Do you know, is that actually what it's called? Gollum's song. Gollum's song. Gollum's yeah. song. Yeah. That's uh, that for me. That's that's my favourite. Yeah. What, why are you I can't laughing? take that seriously. Gollum's song. Why? Something's called Gollum's song. Makes me think of him getting up in a pub and doing karaoke. <laughs> it's crazy. Gollum's song. Oh, you've got your, your mate back, Andy Circus. Oh. Reprising the role. Oh, you know, he's oh, actually uh, directing sakes. a lot of second unit stuff. Oh, is he? Hobbit. Yeah. Is he? You're going to big, begrudge him that? I'm no, I don't begrudge him anything. It's just, oh, it's complicated, isn't it? I'm glad he's got his little gig. Yeah. 
But he wanders around, he gets them tennis balls attached to him, and he just does all this stuff. I'm, I'm happy for him. He does the voice as well. Does he? Yeah. Does go Are you sure it doesn't get altered a bit? It gets oh, a lot of pre-production uh, and post, post-production. post-production. Uh, the old lot, he's got a, a reverb on. I know, but and so do we. We don't actually sound like this, do we? No, of course not. <laughs> we sound like Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> What was I going to say then? Oh, oh. God, yeah, talking about Circus. Good uh, God. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Rupert Wyatt has yeah. gone. Oh, why? Um, not sure. Oh. He's just gone. That, that came out this week. He's not going to be directing it anymore. Oh. Yeah. Bit worrying, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is because he'd have only gone because something's happened that's been forced on him that he doesn't want to do. Perhaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be money. Because it made a fortune. Yeah, I know. And, and he was all a... for it, wasn't he? I yeah, mean, he was. Yeah. And he was, yeah, yeah was pivot, pivotal in relaunching that franchise yeah. and making sure it was awesome. Yeah. He did a great job. So that, that's sad news, that. This is going to be rubbish, then. Uh, not necessarily, but we'll have to wait and see who comes in to replace him. Any of you saw that film? That was a that was a real shocker from last year. That one at Rise of the Planet of the Apes. What that it was fantastic. Yeah, because yeah. when I went to see that, I started to see. And you're um, a massive apes fan. Massive of fan of them them films. I love them films. I grew up watching them, and I just loved them. And and I I just think they were great. And then, you know, I saw the Tim Burton. How one, many were? And it was uh, abysmal. Yeah. How many were they in the series? Five. Um, there was Planet of the Apes. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, where famously the Paul, uh, they got Paul Den to literally write another sequel, and they said, "Well, right, we've just got one more we can do. Right. Well, let's do it." And so he ended it with ballsy film that ends with the planet Earth just being completely destroyed. Yeah, it's all done. Everybody's dead. There yeah. isn't anyone walking away from that film. And then he gets the phone call. Oh, it's took a fortune at the box office. We made right. We've been greenlit for the sequel. Right, and he has to do Escape from the Planet of the Apes, and he died. I've got to give him credit where credit's due. Paul Den wrote the most amazing, impossible sequel, and it actually turned out to be the best film in the entire series. And I've, I will never forget how how impressed I am with with uh, with what he did there. And then you add uh, Conquest, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is actually where it takes place is is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's the yeah. same film, roughly. Um and then you've uh, and then you get Battle for the Planet of the Apes, which sort of bridges the gap between that and the first film. So it's all a big circle. Right. You can keep watching them. You can literally keep watching those five films in in a perpetual loop, yeah. And what where did the T V show come absolute alt universe stuff. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. This cash in so uh, fourteen episodes. Of, uh, and too it much got, ape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 14 episodes. Got done. Too much ape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't get that then for a second. Yes. Oh, dear. The, the thing is, it got killed after 14 episodes, but Manimal only got eight. So I'm just going to say Manimal did do really badly in the cancellation right. stakes. Because, you know, it's not like now, now you've got like Breaking Bad, 13 episodes, Boardwalk Empire, 13 episodes, 13 episode season, yeah. Um, everything was 24 then. Everything was 24 to 26 episodes. If it was a soap like Dynasty or Dallas, it'd get 26. If it was a TV show like Knight Rider, it'd get 24. Uh, to get eight episodes, 
when you're commissioned for a full 24. That's what's oh, so shocking God. about it, isn't it? It's like pulling the, it's like pulling the bloody ejector uh, seat button, isn't it? Yeah. Boof, gone. I'm, I've got to get out of here. I wonder. Got to go. Got to go now. You don't see many Ten shows a chance with the sharks below. Two in the uh, 24 episode format, do you? No, because it's very demanding. It's, yeah, it is, um, yeah. And what, what, what happens is, uh, notice where the crossover for this lot started, in my opinion. Battlestar Galactica came back and they only gave it enough time to do 12 episodes for that first season. Mm. So Battlestar Galactica, classic story of uh, Pilot doing okay. So they commission a series late on into the year and it gets 12 episodes. And then... They sort of did 22 episodes, didn't they, then, each each yeah. year. But after then, around that time, a lot of shows started doing 12 and 13 episodes yeah, 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 yeah. around that exact time. And and I think it's very appealing That's to people. That's become the norm now. I think, I think that is the norm. But but I will say this, you, you, you are going to end up with a very short-lived show, but with more quality. Now, that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, like... There, uh, the Sopranos was only 12, 13 episodes. It was HBO, they've always yeah, gone yeah, for yeah, the 12-episode yeah. format. But um, Game of Thrones, they can only afford to do 10 per season. And this, it just doesn't a lot of seem money, isn't it? enough. It's yeah, a lot it's a very, money. very pricey Oh, that's show. over. I remember, all I know is in Starburst World, we, we, we are discussing, oh, right, Game of Thrones is coming back, right? Yeah. Right, and we put a cover together. We'll put an article together. Me and you are talking about, oh, it's back next week, and then um, it's it's finished. Yeah, it's done. Click your fingers. It's gone. done. I it's know. gone. And especially season two felt especially um, uh, too short. Way too short. Too short for what it was trying to do. Um, the that I mean, that big battle. Stuff. That big battle was yeah. was absolutely. I mean. You, I love the big battle in um, in Lord of the Rings of Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, that is a fantastic battle. That that was an epic, epic battle where you know you're waiting for something to happen. It had everything. It, it had the definitive. Uh, we're all, we're outgunned. We're going to lose. Yeah. It's all going wrong. And then something comes sweeping out of the night to save your ass. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that's an old that's that staple and from that book has been used for so many things. You know, it's been used in Star Wars. It's been used in loads of films. Yeah, yeah where and and it's good in and and you know and and again in Return of the King, Tolkien pulled the same trick. Well, this again, is my problem with the ghost Louis, army. The ghost you know, bloody army. Leave there. the ghost army alone. Why? Why? Because they're there. Mention it in the first film or the first book foreshadow it oh, don't d- just look, go look. oh god I forgot yeah I think that, they a, do foreshadow a, it in the second they, book I'm really? not sure because oh there's an awesome ghost army that will uh, no that, that no will no they don't us. do it like that do they no. they'll talk about oh spirits are restless spirits will perform vengeance and all that they'll do it in general speak they won't literally say yes just over the hill there's a ghost army you might find it useful. Go and have a chat to him in the later film. Use, yeah, later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah go yeah. on. Later on, have a chat to him. No, I mean, I mean, I like that. They actually, do you know what? Straczynski, who in Babylon 5 used it. What, a ghost army? Not a ghost army. Similar. He had him out. There was an epic battle in that show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you'll watch season one, season two, and even if you're not getting much out of it into season two, you persevere and persevere. It just gets... And suddenly, 
one minute you're you're addicted to this show and then it goes into the third season and then it's all payoff time and there's a final this this big last stand like the Alamo at uh, Babylon Five mm. and um, there's some similar stuff goes on right where and it's really well, I bet he foreshadowed it didn't he he's a master at the arc. You're not going to tell me that... Right, Straczynski learned everything he knows from... Straczynski's from better than Tolkien. He, he, well, yeah, but he's learned everything from Tolkien. Uh, well, he's yeah, his number his one mistakes. fan. He's his number one fan. You know, just Although saying. There's, there, there's absolutely no reason to put them together, I know that, but I'm just, I'm just saying. No, but he is a, he's a, he's was, a massive uh, fan. Tolkien is, is... Without Tolkien, a lot of the stuff we like... What you're talking about. What you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Straczynski? <laughs> uh, oh, God, this has become a right no, geek no, fest, this, hasn't it? Um, not that what it isn't normally. Expect? Not that it isn't normally. But the the thing is, do you not think that... that I mean, I mean, Tolkien, what a, what a massive... He was making it up as he was He wasn't making it up. Of no, course no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. away with that Those stuff. books... No, Lord of the Rings People is... People give Lindelof and Hughes... Right. Honestly, Shit seriously, no and matter no, what, no one talks about Tolkien. Tolkien is is, is it absolutely to- both pronouncing it differently. Who's it's right? Tolkien, is it? It's one of the rare occasions where I actually know I'm right for once. No, oh, sorry, yeah. about no, that. it is Tolkien. Right, okay. It, it looks like Tolkien, but it's yeah. Tolkien. Uh, but he is a very, very good writer, and he was an English professor. And he decided, and he was just bored with what he was doing, and he just wrote those books. And I, I, they are absolutely amazing books, and they are even now you read them, and and they're so full of ideas. Now, if you think you have to put them in the fifties, though, you have to be a guy in nineteen fifty-five reading that to ima- to imagine how amazing those books were. My God, you're reading that he created an entire universe. Yeah, mm. and he carefully crafted it. He had maps in there. Yeah, he had everything and all that. Great. Yeah, no one had done it before. No one, and and since people have done it better. Yeah, yeah. Since people have refined and and since George R. you R. R. can't. Martin. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, but George R. R. Martin would be a fat guy, um, hopefully yeah, on the dole or maybe doing some rubbish job, possibly earning enough for a bit um, for a bit of fun at the weekend. If uh, he hadn't read those books, they, they, there is no doubt that George R. R. Martin would not be doing what he's doing if he hadn't read Tolkien. Yeah, I, yeah I agree. he couldn't. I agree. He couldn't have. And and that's what I'm saying. He, he um, that's why you have to put them in the time frame, don't you? These guys. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I build them up too much. But I see. I can't imagine you wouldn't have had Dungeons and Dragons no. as a game. You wouldn't have had then all the board games so, that have sprung from that, and then everything reaches... the beginning of fantasy. Yes, it the was. Genre. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. The Hobbit was the actual book. The Hobbit was the beginning of the entire thing. He created orcs in that. He created everything. Yeah, um, orcs are his. He created them. Right. Um, Middle Earth, the entire thing. There's so Did many creatures in it. Balrog. The Balrog dwarves. Um, no dwarves because we had dwarves, but he put the V in, yeah, and made them mythical. Oh. You see. Right. They should be thanking him. <laughs> Our lot. The real dwarf. Dwarfs. Yeah, Warwick. Yeah. Is he a dwarf or a midget? Oh, he's a dwarf, isn't he? Sorry. Sad, that, isn't it? A tough call, the 
to what, oh god I don't want to get into this right let's no. let's move on what's Kenny Baker I think he's a midget I think he's a midget the only reason why I'm taking that call on it is that he's one of the guys in Time Bandits and uh, and they Kenny were Baker all... wasn't in Time Bandits he was in was ti- he? he was in bloody Time Bandits as himself not not in a big in a tin can yeah. yeah you know yeah no. He can't act. I'm can, not going to lie to no, you. No, no, no. You. Those guys, you. those guys got those roles because Warwick they were Davis. small. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Life's Too Short was uh, completely turned me around on that guy. I thought it was rubbish you in thought... Willow. I thought he's rubbish in the Star Wars movies. Well, in fairness, how can you judge him in the Star Wars movies when he's dressed as a big teddy bear? Wicked. Yeah. I can, I can so, tell, I can tell so, so what? Well, yeah, you can tell it's him. I'm just saying, how can you say anything? I mean, he's he's just, a, but he could be anyone, couldn't he? It? Was, uh, he was that little Greedo, little Greedo in front of Menace. Yeah, I can tell I it's him. Just, well, I don't know, do I? George Lucas oh, looks after. You're brilliant. George Lucas looks after <laughs> his mates, doesn't he, in these films? Yeah, no, bless him. Yeah, he does. He does. Did you see that Star Wars anime? Mm, yeah. This week. Very good. What did you think of that? Very good. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, this yeah, is a guy yeah, just yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Um, actually, I t- checked out his channel, and he does this quite a lot. He yeah. makes short, short, short movies, anime style, and then he'd done a two-minute test reel yeah. of um, Star Wars as it would look as an anime, uh, Japanese anime, and it was incredible. Oh yeah. my goodness! If hopefully that went viral that this week, so hopefully. Lucas um, film has got to get on that and go right. Come in, we're going to do this. Have you seen? Because that uh, is awesome. Have you seen the stuff um, that that Doctor Who one, the Doctor Who anime where it was yeah. John Pertwee I'd, I and remember an early nineteen seventies Doctor. I was uh, away on uh, holiday when in Corfu yeah. last year when yeah. we just as we were, yeah. we were first launching, and I think believe uh, it's either you or. Uh, animal yeah who put that story up yeah yeah i remember reading it yeah um, but, but i was gobsmacked because they not only got they'd they'd use dialogue from the show yeah they'd they'd use this doctor and the reason why they use john pertwee's doctor is is quite um it, it makes sense when you think about it right this was the anime version of doctor who so they got to let rip they had yeah. daleks on big platform spaceships and cybermen with big tentacles right. going and stuff they, 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 they let rip with the yeah. doctor who universe but which doctor fits in with it and all of them uh, the weird thing is john pertwee's doctor um he was the only one who was an action star kind of right. doctor he had um he'd had what was it now yeah it was martian uh martian kung fu yeah <laughs> and he had a name for it i can't remember what it was and he he was the other two doctors you had an old guy then you had the uh patrick Chowton, and they weren't fighters they would wander around and fix things a bit like matt smith you don't see matt smith going around punching people and doing all that yeah um and but no, oh no, John Pertwee said, "Yeah, I'm going to do this, but I want to be a bit more, a bit James Bondy." Yeah, okay. And he and he, they said, "Well, how are we going to justify that? Because so far he's not that." And and that's when they came up with that MacGuffin of uh, I, I Martian Kung Fu. So and he was often karate chopping them and doing stuff and doing that. So they went, "Oh, well, he'll fit in well with this." 
And he was brilliant. They right. had him in there with his voice. They had the, the, the two masters that were no, not even um, playing the role in any way at the same time. They were 20 years apart. And you had Anthony Ainley, Roger Delgado, and they were popping up in this thing. And they, had the, they took sound bites from them. Yeah, and they were even talking to each other Fantastic. in the TARDIS. The yeah. two masters had teamed up to sort of take him down as well. I Great mean, stuff. God, and this guy's just done it, five-minute piece, but you sat there going, this is better than half the stuff I've actually seen from the guys who were doing the I show. I know, I know, I know. So I, there, there's been, even though that was, a, what, a yeah. year and a half ago, yeah. there's been no, nothing no, since. No, 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 no. And not, it's, the Beeb it, haven't got in contact it's with like, him. It's like, why are you not watching these things? Because, I mean, it won't, it shouldn't cost that much. I mean, if they're doing them anyway, yeah. they clearly, you know, people with a lot of yeah. time to kill. Yeah, well, um, yeah, they have got a lot of time th- to kill. These are yeah. little calling cards, so yeah. Um, yeah, chuck them a few quid. Yeah, why not? They make millions from it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and then, yeah, there we go, commission a season two, season three, or film for th- film two, for whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what, uh, what, what medium it is in. No. Um, I just need to see more of that Star Wars uh, anime yeah. and that Doctor Who anime. Sounds, yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. a different perspective because we've all got a love for that old school Japanese animation style. Yeah, we? absolutely. Because yeah. we were yeah. all raised yeah. on Battle of the Planets. Yeah. And, and, it, and, UK, and, and it is. We? That, well, that was it. But we didn't even know what we were watching. No, we then. didn't. No. We were watching this cartoon and we're like, all we knew is it looked a bit different from yeah. the other cartoons that we were watching. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's have it right. We'd be watching stuff like Masters of the Universe and all that, and you'd be... Then then Battle of the Planets is on, and there was something a bit different about it, wasn't there? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you didn't know as a kid that you were watching anime. You didn't know what anime was. You didn't know it was Japanese. You just thought, oh, this is... Good. There was something great the, the, about it. The way it. They, they render yeah. action yeah, is yeah, just yeah. so yeah. unique yeah. To, to that, that, the, well, uh, that well, country. Well, yeah, but you know that the Matrix, the entire yes. stuff, the yeah, old yeah. bullet time thing, all comes from that of animation. It, it comes from that bit where someone leaps into the yeah. air and they're, they're frozen for two or three seconds yeah. while they slowly move yeah. into Speed position lines. and then go boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Great. that came to uh, cul- culmination with mm. the Wachowskis uh, on Speed Racer mm. because they basically um, uh, just went, right, well, we, we love Japanese uh, uh, yeah. anime. Let's just put that up on the screen. Yeah. And they did, and everyone hated it. I just don't know what why why everyone was so It uh, was just a live-action cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't adapted so much as it was just it. the same thing. Don't Here, here get we it. go, but with actors, complete with speed lines, that mountain top fight. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So that that sequence. Yeah, fantastic. I remember they did the, the, the whole movie. thing. The whole thing. I watched it in the in my cinema room with it, with a sound yeah, yeah. on, full on boom. Yeah. I I didn't see it at the cinema. I missed it. Right, know? and I watched it for the first time. Sat down, and I've seen the comic. And then I, d- I just couldn't believe it. I was blown away. Yeah. And I love the stuff with a chimp in it. And, and that well, we made have it for me. About, we have talked Speed Racer on before. Because I know I we have. I do apologise for everyone listening. Said, yeah, but, everything's but, better with a monkey. It is. It is better yeah. with a monkey. And it's all that, come that, flooding back now. That monkey was so good. And at the end of the film, that last bit just before the credits, boom, uh, you've got to see the film. Um is it everybody's cup of tea? Of no, course it's not. God, no. No, no. And, and me and you are very much in the minority here. I know. Yeah. 
as usual. As <laughs> you know, we we do unfortunately champion these things that other people can't seem to stomach. Yeah, like Jonah Hex the other week. I've got it in there in in, oh, in my you? case. Okay, yeah, I have got it. I have got it. It's bought. It's ready. It's... And, and and I got it on a free for. Um, three for twenty quid. Oh, uh, from HMV, HMV right now. Let's let's pimp that deal just in case people don't know. Yeah, five for thirty quid. Five Blu-rays yep. for thirty quid. Oh or yeah, three for twenty. Yeah, without a doubt. Incredible yeah. deal. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but what does that say amazing. for the uh, the future of the uh, format? Oh, it's done, isn't it? It's yeah. done. But I will say this: you know, on um, in HMV, I went the other day. Here's a, here's a change for you. The biggest section in HMV now yeah. is not films. Oh no! No, 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 no! Right in the Blu-ray DVD section, you know, yeah. it's all section. You got films, you got TV, comedy, yeah. you got. You know, documentaries, whatever. Yeah. yeah. What's the biggest section in HMV now? A whole wall compared to just a few rows here and there. I, um, I, I don't know. World cinema. Oh, really? Blew me away. Is this Stockport? No, Manchester. Oh, Manchester, okay. World cinema. The entire back wall, all world cinema. Is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. I don't know what to draw from that. Conclusion wise, and you know what? DVD or Blu ray? Oh, both. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But the, oh no, that's all I like. They're all DVD. They don't have the Blu ray for World Cinema. I think they do have a small section. Well, this was all an entire wall of DVDs. Far more than you've got for the feature films now. Now, I can only say this one thing that also I noticed. There's no three for 20 quids there. No, no. They're all 19 quid, yeah. 20 quid, 20 quid for a DVD yeah, yeah. there. Um, and you know what? You don't mind paying it as well because it's this film or that film yeah. or whatever. It, it seems to me that, that that seems to be doing really well. World yeah. cinema. Well, I guess the, the, the movies that, that pop up in there, they don't get a big... With it. They don't get a look in at the multiplex, yeah. do they? But you know the world cinema section in there, even even up to about three or four years ago, I'd go in and it'd be it'd be teensy, teensy, little, little bit. Oh, yeah. you just go, oh, yeah, yeah, ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, I can see it all. I was there for ages looking through all that, seeing what's what's up. Yeah, what's and what out. you've missed as yeah, well. Yeah, no. Um, and, that, and that's my point. I don't know. I think, I, yeah, things have changed. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. No, but let's just enjoy it until it oh you collapses. Signed the death warrant. Oh, I really don't want to. No, I'm I'm all for the physical. Uh, They're done. I'm not You're doing finished. streaming. Not doing it. Yeah, I've got Netflix, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, if I find if I watch a film on Netflix that I like, I'm going to go out and buy it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want I want to own it. But you see, the problem. This is what annoyed me with uh, Netflix because. Netflix, I would really, really think they, they they will have conquered the market, in my opinion, if one one thing and one thing only. Um, you're going on a plane, you're going on a journey, you're going on a train anywhere where you might not get signal or whatever, yeah? You can't stream everywhere, yeah? Mm. You might be going to some cabin somewhere where there's no signal, sure. whatever, whatever. What, what are you proposing? Whatever. I'm saying... Why, why, when you, uh, like, I was going, when I went uh, abroad, 
recently was going on the plane and uh, I decided, oh, uh, I need to pass the time, whatever. So I got five films off iTunes, uh, but yeah. it downloads the film to the iPad. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you got it downloaded, it's physically on the iPad. So I'm on the plane and I just press play, boom, away you go. Yeah. And it's, it's quite clever. It's quite expensive because it's a fiver for a film and you've only got 24 hours to watch Are it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, 48 hours, yeah. And then it deletes from the oh, hard drive yeah, the you, iPad, yeah? You, you do get the option, though, of, like, actually buying the movie, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, you buy, buy the movie for 12, well, cinema 12 quid, yeah. 12, 13 quid, yeah. um, or you rent it for a fiver, and then it disappears from your iPad in two days' time. Right. But you've got a month to watch it, but the minute you press play, you've got 48 hours before it's gone. Yes, yeah. madness. Um, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, it's stand by your bedtime boys and girls yeah, you know you, I mean, you get your film from from what's the, itunes and it's the, uh what's the it's like a military operation they've got the money it oh, doesn't it is. matter to them it is like a military operation at least give you a week it is like a military operation uh itunes with this film thing so okay so we've done that and um like i say oh here's the thing and i've got to say that there there is a guy who um who i know called andy nelson and he he's the guy who said to me, I said, I'm going to pack it full of comics and do stuff and all that. And he goes, oh, get some films on it. And I went, oh, you've got to, de- you've got to code them as MP4s and then drag them onto the iPad. It takes ages. He goes, oh, no, just rent something you want to see from iTunes and, you know, you're all right for a few days. But he didn't, he didn't give me the heads up on the old... Uh, on the old, uh, make sure it's a PG or right, a 12. Well, why was it his business? Why was it up to him? Because to he told me that? to do it. He right. told me to do well, it. And you... I listened to him and I took his advice and I bought some films. Yeah. I bought five films, a couple for the way there and a few for the way back and one, you know, either way. Yeah. And, um, and you yeah. chose Antichrist. I didn't chose it. I didn't show I didn't we can't get all that on it, seriously. No, I chose a few sensible films and in there there was uh, Ecstasy, the uh, the the um the the sort of spiritual follow up <laughs> spiritual sequel oh, to Train Spotting, yeah. 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 And um and yeah, you know, I'm I'm sat in in, in between uh, a few chairs there and then I've got this uh, slightly older lady um sat to my right and then there's a math, ma- mammoth um, sex scene comes on on my iPad with a big thrusting, and I'm trying everything. You know what it's like scrubbing to move up and down to avoid stuff, right? Yeah. And I, I couldn't get my shit together at all. I couldn't stop the penis going in and out, and, and, and I'm trying to move it along. And yeah. meanwhile, I, all I'm, you're doing geez, is, is uh, wiping your finger across the I know, screen. I know, I'm panicking. Because I'm panicking. Because the Does penis has stuff. arrived and I would need it to be gone because I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm on a plane mm. and she can see it and people can see it. Oh dear! And it needs to go. The penis needs to go. It's not right. It's not needed. It's whatever. Now I get it. Yeah, I've been on planes and that little screen up on the top or in your back of your uh, headset. Yeah, it's all PG films, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't also, think. I never. I, do you know why it never occurred to me? Never occurred to me. Never because ever Andy occurred didn't give to me. You the heads up. No, he didn't. He didn't tell me. What he a said, bastard. he said, get these films on your iPad and your your plane You're journey will yeah. fly Joyous. by. And it did. It did. It did. Uh, I saw damsels in distress, which was ace. That was great. Um, woman in black. 
Oh, can't finally, finally, cannot, we've both finally cannot seen it. believe yeah. it's a 12. That is not a 12. That's all you It's absolutely outrageous. That would have been an 18 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's a 12. What You guys at the BBFC need to sort your shit out, yeah? I mean, 20-odd, 30 years ago, you're, you're stealing films from us on the shelves. You're taking films like The Evil Dead and taking... Oh, you're banned. Can't Chainsaw watch that. Massacre, can't watch that. Stuff like that. Can't yeah. watch that. Yeah, can't watch any of that, yeah. And now you're going, oh, yeah, go on, kids. Go along, see your, see your mate from Harry Potter dragging dead bodies all over the place and doing all sorts of stuff. No, I mean, yeah. it's not a 12. It's not a 12 at all. No, no. And I'm, I mean, on that. But but having said that, it didn't give me as many problems as Ecstasy did. And I don't mean the drug. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean the film. Yeah. With her sat next to me. Oh, dear. One good. Anyway, but I'm just saying in future, you know, bear it in mind, everyone. You, you're on a plane. Be careful what you fill that iPad up with. Yeah. You want to watch it. It is great, though. I'll tell you, the plane journey, boom, gone. And you know it's a grueler. 18 hours yeah, Vegas, been, yeah. 18 hours back, yeah. iPad, free films, that's like half your journey gone. Sorted, that's what you do. Have a bit like of a if kit. You had, if you had a day off. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. I know you do. Yeah, watch I know. Movies, I know it's a bit cramped, but, but then, and then you watch these films and you're in Vegas. It's brilliant. Now, yeah. now the alternative is, is, is rubbish, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The iPad, great for planes, but... Back to the Netflix thing yeah. that you were saying. Netflix should allow you, for example, um, I'm watching on your recommendation and enjoying very much Parks and Recreation. It's wonderful, and isn't um, it? yeah, it's great. She's a charming character. Yeah. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Um, why shouldn't I be able to have um, a season of a show? Boom on on the actual thing so that i can then go right i uh i'll have that thank you very much dink and there's a a season storage and a movie storage so you have to say two slots for films three slots for it for seasons whatever yeah 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 it? and then and then it doesn't just stream it then streams but buffers it and you can watch it but it puts it into that slot so then i can go on my journey and i've got 10 hours of a show or something on there yeah. and I can watch it and Netflix, you know, they, what, what's the, the difference? What's know. the difference? Don't know. I can go to bed and leave it downloading um, a season of Parks and Recreations and two movies and then I'll go and get my plane flight watch and watch it. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, no, because you can't on a plane buff... You can't stream Netflix on a plane. No, and 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 when you're traveling on a so train, Jesus. you're going in and out of tunnels. You can't you can't stream it. So yeah. Netflix is actually all right if you sat at home, where you've got a TV. Yeah, I'm sorry to I throw that no, out. I, I to see, you. see your point. Yeah, um, point. I thought it was. Oh, I'm around. I'm on. I'm on the top of a volcano ridge, and I'm watching this film. You know, yeah. or uh, I'm in a. I'm in a tree with some coconuts and some monkeys and I'm watching this film. Not not I'm at home. You yeah. know, why, what's that? You get, you're giving me a service I can use at home? Oh, my God, that's useless. Yeah? Maybe we'll change it. I, I completely yeah. agree. Stop yeah. streaming. Give me, some, give me some hard drive action. One question, though. Yeah. Parks and Recreation isn't available on the UK Netflix service. Oh, good grief. 
Um, I don't know. They must have been a glitch that day then. Because I check all the time. They must that. have been that's, a glitch. That's funny, that. Must have been a glitch. All, all, all four seasons of it, all right, there they yeah, were. Yeah, because I've been yeah. waiting years to see season three. So, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's there. Oh, that's funny. I must have missed they, that. They've also provided me with a DVD with it on as well. Isn't that nice? You didn't even know there was a DVD player in the iPad, did you? What? It's a secret slot on the left-hand side. There you go. Everyone mm. listening, take yeah. heed. What else is new? What else are you watching on your Netflix? Well, I um, the new episode of Boardwalk Empire, hopefully, later. That's not... That's, okay. I know, it's, some, it's cutting edge, my iPad. It's cutting edge. Okay, yeah, you've got an iPad from the future. It sounds, it's very much like it. It streams. It streams from the future. It's yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It sounds like you've got the American Netflix on there. It, it, yeah, yeah. I've, I've but heard. that's that's not. No, that's be crazy because we're in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you want to find out how to do that, yeah, just drop me a line. I'll let you know. Shall anyway, should we go? Yeah. yeah, I think that's the music. I think that's it. And I'm. Th- I don't think we've done everything. No, I've yeah. But out on October 15th, some guy who kills people, our friends at Grim Up North, they're releasing this great film. It is fantastic. We caught that. That was the highlight of Grimfest last year. Yes, indeed. Because we had a lot of home invasion, a lot of nonsense, and a lot of things to cope with. So that's about it. But next week, we are back and we are live. So that's great. We're back. We've got as well. Go on. Reviews of Looper and Resident Evil. Fantastic. Well, that's it. In the meantime, I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and we will see you next week.
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Sunday, 9pm until midnight. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news and reviews. All completely free. Check us out on starburstmagazine.com. <laughs>